you want to be very careful and do it gently from the back. shouldn't have gotten promoted i mean granted that's that's also because i look in the mirror and i'm like jesus christ maybe i should have gotten promoted <laughs> what were they thinking oh jeez. <laughs> you know i wake up every day and i'm like oh i'm still white i should probably apologize to someone for something <laughs> I don't know who and I don't know what, but I, I'm going to take a wild guess. I'll look around at work, be like, <laughs> I wonder, maybe I shouldn't have gotten promoted. I mean, granted, that's that's also because I look in the mirror and I'm like, Jesus Christ, maybe I should have gotten promoted. <laughs> what were they thinking? Oh, Jesus. Signed up for a live one tonight, folks. <laughs> Sorry, I, I apologize for any ribald statements. I don't want to offend any younger listeners. <laughs> of course. <laughs> hey, Polly, who is this? What? Who is this? Hi. What? What? Are you fucking for real? I know you. I just... Can you put a name to a username to it or something? Threat's dad. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, God. Oh, son. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought of something I wanted to say, but I didn't want to wait for an, an excuse to use it, so I'm just going to say it out of context and less funny, which will be a running theme for me, I hope. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I f Hold on, let me see if I can fuck up saying this very simple <laughs> sentence like a clown. I was going to say, um, I haven't impressed anybody since the time I showed him my dad's dick. <laughs> I don't know. Sounded like something to say. <laughs> it, there were those are words that definitely uh, came out of your mouth. Hell yeah, they did. That's oh what yeah, they if, you, if you if you wanna if you wanna follow our live chat, uh, go to Twitch.tv/polyhead. All right, hold on. Twitch. <laughs> hold on, I'm getting a fucking pen. Oh my god, <laughs> it's on Twitter. I just tweeted it out. You can go what? there. You can go there and pop out the chat. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, I know who. I know who. Okay. It's like, wait, oh, was Polly oh. kidding? Wait. What? 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 Uh, don't worry, John's an idiot. Bunch of fucking kids. <laughs> you fucking kids. Just be... Never, never, never mind. mind. Uh, speaking, speaking of Amnesian. Two words I just strung together. <laughs> Scratch that. Oh, no. 
Good thing I've got this here fork. Hey, you dropped your fork. I dropped my fork on the table. That's my new gag. It's my thing. It's funny. It is. It's like it's a great gag. Oh, somebody thought it was funny, Polly. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. We're just uh, we're just getting the crowd warm, getting them in here. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Confusing, John. Deliberately, John. maliciously. John. John's just in his post chilly nap right now. Oh my god, so much. <laughs> You're just like, I'm gonna go take a two hour nap. I'm like, we have the podcast in one hour. I know that that was the joke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it was definitely wanted to lean into it even thought about leaning into it even further just like oh that was too much chili oh i can't even speak impulse oh, impulse control thire impulse control that's my that's that's yeah, your that's thing now that's your new thing your middle name is thing. impulse control i ate one bowl of chili too many instead of three bowls of chili too many so <laughs> I, really I feel like i succeeded you know, one bowl of chili seems to me like it's one bowl of chili too many jesus chili's very good i don't know what you're fucking talking about I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. Okay, good. Good. That's good. Don't don't shit talk chili. Chili's great. Damn. I, I didn't know that there were these these kind of hot takes on chili. I would say they're chili takes. Because it's also a word that you can use for <laughs> cold things. The word chili, it can it's spelled C H I L I when referring to a food, but if you if you spell it C H I L L Y it instead refers to um, what you could refer to as a cold front or a, a type of climate, which is actually cold. The opposite of hot, which is the word you put in front of hot takes to describe uh, takes on the internet from people who are racist. Did you know that to dust something can mean both to remove dust from it or to put dust on it? Uh, you can also uh, say that you dusted somebody and that means you killed them. Yeah, that's, dude, that's <laughs> that's fucked up. You can't say that on Twitch. You can't that's say just... dusted on Twitch. No, you can't say the K slur. Oh, <laughs> which oh. <laughs> somebody tweeted, please stop using the phrase K slur to mean kill. There's an actual. <laughs> no. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and I was, and I just imagine there's these people like really stupid people like I'm gonna K slur you, and they're like. What? You can't, you, uh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, what if, man, people are dumb as Oh, yeah, that one. If you give <laughs> people... <laughs> oh, okay, John, you're not alone in that one. John just I figured it out. Slurs, yes. John just oh, figured it out. Okay, maybe I'm just a piece of shit, and I know all of the fucking grade school slurs like an animal. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, you are a noted racist. That's what you're known no, for. Notated. Notated. <laughs> this so guy's really fucking racist. Some, someone should... <laughs> I'm in the history books just under sections on famous racists, and it's a picture of me looking confused. <laughs> and I just put, this guy, he's really fucking racist. Crackers on the list. It is sometimes used specifically to refer to a native of Florida or Georgia. <laughs> Just specifically, specifically Florida and Georgia. Really? Are yeah, we... I was raised for ten years in Georgia and then ten years in Florida. Good for them. Gotcha. Crackers. They had me. Yeah, Georgia. Georgia doesn't have a lot of Plan B, and that's unfortunate. <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> it's gonna be that kind of night, folks. Welcome to SoxCast episode 107. SoxCast brought to you as always by Moon Pies. Moon Pies, we are the snack cake that loves you. We are the only ones that love you. I'm your good pal, Polyam. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Hope that your uh, Sunday evenings are going well wherever you are at listening to us or if you're listening to the playback at some other um, point in time. Uh, what are you doing that for? People only do things in the moment these days. It's stupid to do things and, and, and to partake of them after they've occurred, you big dingus. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Honestly. Y'all have... Like, listen, listen, y'all have... Like, five and a half days left to get us your Game of the Year lists. We gotta get that out there. And, uh, Rhett, Rhett, how are we looking on that so far? Uh, we've got a couple, yeah. Not too many so far. Let me do another check. I think, I think, oh, we've got two more since, okay, so we've got, like, four so far. All right, so they're starting to come in. They're starting to come in. We have... So everybody's putting it off for the last minute, basically. But I did not realize how soon it was until last week. I know. Yeah, so if you want to get us your Game of the Year list once again... Get yourself a list of three video games. You don't even have to... Have, they don't have to have come out this year, so long as you played it this year for the first time, you're golden. Then, you're going to write yourself a little one-to-three-sentence blurb about said games. Make it all flowery. All those use, use different languages if you want. We especially want to speak foreign languages while reading these. Um, and then you send that to podcast at SocksMakePeopleSexy.net. Rhett, where are they sending it? podcast at SocksMakePeopleSexy.net. All right. So get us those lists, because we are recording Game of the Year next Saturday. That is the 14th. Thank you, thank you for not asking me. Yes, I was. I had no intention of asking you, because you're a rascal. That's true. <laughs> you're a rascal, and you would have just you would have done something, and I would have been like, God darn it, John Thayer, oh, you gosh, rascal. Darn it. Gosh darn it, you got me again. You bamboozled me. <laughs> So yeah, that that's coming up in like five and a half days. Get us your game of the year lists if you want to be read during that podcast. So we'll be recording that in just a few short days. To my immediate virtual right, he is a doctor of death curing his patients of breath. It is Rhett. Oh, it's me. It's Weird. you. It's you. It's you. It's just, it's just you. Me. Despite everything, it's still you. Hi. <laughs> you uh, ready to do one of these talk thingies? It's a good thing you brought in a sp- super special guest because I'm actually feeling a little under the weather right now. I don't know if it shows up in my voice or not. Yeah, you sound you sound a little, a little down. Gravelly. You know what? Yeah, you sound like shit. Thanks. Yeah, there you Aww. go. There you go. Our guest, <laughs> woke- our guest, whose mic makes them sound like dog shit, just said that Hell you yeah. sound like dog shit. Yeah, everybody knows. I'm a freak. <laughs> You're a freak. I, well, we I will up make this up. Morning, like, oh no. Hello. We'll make we'll make up for all the enthusiasm that you're, you're you that you don't have today. I can promise you that. All right, all right. you've you've I'm, been there. I'm about a few things. Don't worry. You've pulled I'm us pulled back up. Enthusiasm. We'll be there to pull you back up to my immediate virtual left. The way he slurp slurp, he's the quicker picker upper. <laughs> it's John Thayer. Hi, how's it going? Doing well. Slurp Got a lot slurp, of fun huh? To talk about. There you go. Slurp slurp. That's you. <laughs> yep. I, as I slurped up my tea. Yep, <laughs> that's exactly what I was talking. What else would I be talking about? Yep, goes nice with some candy. There you go. 
<laughs> John, you're ready for a podcast. That's where my tell. brain goes when That's, you say slurp, slurp, yeah. which is funny to me. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, do, you're doing good work for us, John. Right. John, we've got to make sure that Rhett gets through this episode alive. Okay. It's up to let's us. Just, let's just fill him up with good vibes the whole time. There you go. Good vibes forever. That's what he's going to be. Hey, Rhett. You're doing yeah. great. You do, <laughs> Rhett. Doing great. Good job. I'm proud of you, Rhett. Hey, we're all proud of you. We are. We got a special guest in the house today. If you haven't already noticed, it's Rhett's dad. Hey, how's it Fuck going, off. son? I love you. <laughs> I, I know I don't say it often or ever, but I want you to know that I love you. And your mother, she's a fucking bitch. You know, you know that, and I know that. And I know that when I die, you're gonna love me more, and you're gonna know that I cared more about you. And I know that you know that too. Way to way to way to fill your son up with just all that positive energy. I just hate his fucking mom. <laughs> fucking leech sucks such a good dry. impression. <laughs> It's our good pal, uh, of course, it's our good pal, Samurai Karasu. It's been hey. a while since we've had you on. Uh, I noticed that it almost been, what, like two years? Jesus Christ, time flies when you're depressed. <laughs> yeah, it really does, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, you look in the mirror and you're like, oh my God, is that me? And you're like, God, I hope not. Yeah, like, uh, the first episode of 2018 is when we had you on last. Um, Jeepers creepers. So it's, I, it I, is, I, it's been a hot minute, so it's like, why not close out the decade with our most revered guest host? I appreciate that. And I'm well known around the internet for... Um, being a racist. Yes, absolutely. Well, being, very that, mean to, being very mean to good PlayStation RPGs. Ooh, ooh. That's the same person, right? Nick. Name 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 one good RPG I was mean to, and I'll so blow you right Sonic here. Frontier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> name a good name now. Name a good RPG. Oh no! <laughs> up top, high five. <laughs> wait, wait, grow up, bitch. Play Digimon World. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> hey, right. hey, Cyber Sleuth is on my to playlist. Motherfucking! I'm glad you brought it up. Because I am playing Cyber Sleuth. Right this very moment. All right, well, tell uh, us about Digimon Cyber Sleuth. Yeah, uh, how are uh, you? believe in Cyber Sleuths, Miss Polly? I believe. I believe you're in, better because uh, you're in one. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, well, Digimon Cyber Sleuth is a game that I bought because I wanted to. I, the game essentially is if you were like, hey, I want to have a War Greymon. Here's twenty of my hard-earned dollars, and then you you fucking digivolve back and forth, and you're like, oh my god, this is taking forever. And then you get a Digimon that you've liked since you were a kid, and you jerk off about it. And honestly, oh, wow. I have never at like I I love Persona Five story. I love RPG stories. That's mm -hmm. why I listed a whole single one that I've played. <laughs> um, I love listening to stories in this. I cannot be interested in the story i have never skipped dialogue faster i'm like i don't oh, wow. care let, let me fight battles i'm like because the one of the characters is this girl who doesn't wear a bra and has her tits out 
If you can imagine that in in in, in uh, a JRPG, I, if you'll pardon my vernacular, her titties is popping, but she <laughs> she is always like saying like going on forever and rambling, which you'd think I'd enjoy because I look at you know it's very similar to me. Yeah, um, yeah. But she's always just rambling, and I'm just not interested and it's just like you know the Shinjuku line actually runs through if you find it uh, b- back in the day there used to be a whole lot of and I'm like I could not possibly care any less let me get a goddamn Digimon let me fucking make Lusamon right now I don't care just, and, and I try really hard to care but I'm just not interested do you know what uh, a hooker's favorite Digimon is Lu- Lusamon. Loose. Oh. L- get, get it? Huh? You come here for quality. I, I, I would like. I would like to announce my resignation from this podcast. <laughs> so, you, you, you get to be? Don't you get to be a cute girl in in, in Cyber you, Sleuth? You have the option to be a boy or a girl. Very progressive in 2016. <laughs> but <laughs> but I no shit. I was watching a review while waiting for you to call me because I'm insane and I'm like, I'm not really feeling this game a lot. Oh, Let no. me watch a review. It's not bad, but it's just really like a, a whole. I, I'm grinding a lot, which I probably shouldn't be, but I'm like, I don't want these Digimon. I want better ones. Oh. So I, I'm a collectionist nut. So, like, I, I don't know. That's what I want to do with it. So I'm probably not playing it right. I'm like I I'm playing it like Pokemon when it's like it's more a Shin Megami Tensei sort of game. Mm-hmm. And the issue is, uh, sorry, I watched a review of it by some British guy, and I was like, maybe if I watch a review, he'll make me like the game more. Because oh no, <laughs> which is absolutely insane and stupid and doesn't work. I mean, that's convince... that's how we should all form our opinions, right? Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. It's uh, five bags of popcorn and uh, nine out of ten stars. It's a great game. Everybody loves it. It's got anime titties. No, the the dude's view. I wrote this down because I wanted to bring it to the show because I was just like I it could not made a bigger jerk off motion <laughs> when when he gave the explanation of. You, it was some fucking British cunt who goes, you can play as a boy or a girl, and he goes, oh, essentially, the only two genders that exist outside of Tumblr. Oh, oh good. Oh, good. One of those. And, and also, in case the joke didn't hit hard enough. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't worry. He's It doesn't get into slur territory. Really? Yet. We're not going attack helicopter? <laughs> no. Well... Or, you know what? Attack helicopter. I would have. That would have been a joke. What he instead, and not a good joke or a joke at all, but it would have been trying, I guess. Instead, <laughs> he goes, you can be either digi queer or pan agumon, which aren't fucking genders, you <laughs> dumb limey fuck. Jesus Christ! Oh my god, that's really <laughs> fucking bad. Wanting to make two boring jokes for the sake of none. It was so, like, it made, and also, later in the video, he starts talking about Titty Waifu at the Cyber Sleuth Academy, and he's like, I, I don't, I don't, I enjoy when there's sexualized women in media. I'm not some social justice spaz. And I'm just like, 
bro, everybody likes titty. It's fine. <laughs> no one's coming to take this away from you. Shut the fuck up. Keep writing your, like, poorly understood jokes about gender and sexuality. And then take that fucking little, uh, little pen you're writing your script with and jam it into your goddamn throat. I've had enough Woo! of it. Dude, oh, it was really funny. Also, my... I <laughs> oh, it was, it was a delight. <laughs> it was actually kind of funny if you think about it, because uh, uh, pe- they're not people. Exactly. That's the, that's, it's funny if we just keep demeaning people, and eventually <laughs> they'll all want to be sad. And then we'll be like, why is everyone? Why are they so sad? It must be because they're they're gender pan. What gender I pan? Don't get it. <laughs> oh my god! So did the review make you like the game? No. <laughs> uh, I thought maybe didn't, didn't really make maybe. me didn't really make me like anything. To be honest with you, made me like that gun I got in my house. <laughs> Jesus, what a wreck. He reviewed all of the Digimon games, and the first one, he's just like, that's why you just go around shitting all the time. It's like you're a fucking parent. And I'm like, shut up. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's, you're raising a fucking, like, a child Digimon. Like, that's sort of the point. That was the whole thing. I'm not saying, wow, it's amazing. It's, it's bringing the V-Pet to the PS1. And hey, here's another wild idea. Fuck you. Boom. Just... <laughs> Boom. I, Just I, you Wow, I wasn't expecting you to drop the hammer that heavy, but man oh man. He I mean it was really good review other than Oh absolutely. <laughs> it sounds, it other sounds other like a delight. Inexplicably being like well, granted it was made in twenty sixteen, but even in twenty sixteen weren't were we past tumblar jokes? Yeah as a like, society. That was, that was peak. We've got a signal to that audience. I don't and just, I didn't read the comment. No, wait, I did read some of the comments, and most of them were just like, no, this game's good, bro. And he's like, I fucking, fucking, I don't know, I fucking, got it, got it, got it. Why do people have genders? <laughs> I don't know, Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't very nice. Excuse, excuse my language. No, uh, I think the best Ricky Gervais takedown is uh, left at London's tweet, where she just <laughs> impersonates Ricky Gervais and Louis C.K. having a conversation. At some point he goes, uh, They say that while blokes want to be women, they can't drive! And then, um, <laughs> and then he goes, uh, And now people are saying... I'm sorry, she says, And now people are saying they're agender. What? They're really funny 30 seconds you really nailed it i think (laughs) yeah that really media to a fucking horrible two minute slaughtering of something funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah you literally you took all the good and just you put the straw on the top sucked it all out spit it in the toilet and that's what we're left with well that's how i came here i'll I'll congratulate you though you did a good job of it you did a really good job of, of taking a funny thing and making it not funny, though. Why the fuck did you bring me on your podcast? <laughs> well, this is your specialty. 
We're Thank a podcast that is not funny, and we make it not funny all the time. Thank God. I have John never... just Yeah. That's usually John's job. He hasn't been doing it enough lately. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've been... Yeah. I mean, usually I'm carrying the weight for all of us, just bringing all the good jokes. But oh, I get what you mean. That's... Yeah, I mean, John, all of you're... your opinions are essentially jokes, so... <laughs> yeah. John, I mean, look... you do bring the good shit. How's Saga yeah. Frontier... Bitch, <laughs> I, really, I played it this year again. It was really good. Wow, a lot more this son, time. Jesus Christ, that's sad. <laughs> I I understand what's happening here now. Polly brought in a special guest because a new saga game came out. Oh my God, <laughs> and John is sitting here like, oh fuck, I can't talk about that. They're still releasing those. Two of They're them back. came out in the last saga month. Saga will never die. Two of saga them never dies. Two of them came out in the last month. Yep. What the fuck is buying? How many of those did you buy to trick them into making more? <laughs> I bought one of them twice. Because the iPhone version was busted, so I was like, okay, Polly, let's get Polly, the Vita version. Polly, Polly, no, stop. For your own dignity. Polly, can you cut that out of the replay for his sake? <laughs> That's really good. If you could right. do me a favor. Yeah, yeah I got yeah. you in post. I got you in post. Yeah. Sounds like a real fucking slam dunk. <laughs> I've had two separate friends who aren't into Saga come up to me and be like, I just started playing Saga Scarlet Grace, the new one, last night, and then I accidentally oh. kept playing until, like, one in the morning. See, here's the thing about Scarlet Grace. So, I watched so somebody you know play... Two assholes. I, <laughs> I watched somebody play Scarlet Grace for an hour and a half. Uh-huh. From the beginning... Uh-huh. I had no idea what the fuck was going on in any of those systems. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that kind of the fun of it, is to not know what you're doing and to be confused and unhappy? But see, I watched this same person play an hour and a half of Romancing Saga 3 and said, hey, I I might play that. Mm-hmm. So... See, at some point, like, it's not the streamer's fault when the game is bad, such <laughs> as all Saga games. But at some point, maybe... Just maybe, these games are not good. And I also want you to understand something right here and right now. I have never learned anything about these games on purpose. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm going to tell you exactly why. Because I want you to explain them to me. Because you have the uncanny ability to make these games sound incomprehensibly shitty. <laughs> And I refuse to look at any other. I want you to be my sole source for these soccer games. I don't. I don't know if you. If you. Threw, if you put twenty games in. If you. Two, if you put two fucking games in front of me without with their titles covered, I would not be able to know which one's a soccer game. And that's completely fine. I might have played one of these and not known it, but the way that you describe these games makes them sound unbearable. And I'm very happy. Four years. I'm better at describing things. I'm not saying you're a bad describer. I'm saying the way that you explain these games, the 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 way the impression that I get from how you have described them is Jesus Christ, I would rather die. <laughs> than play than, than look at us than smell a saga game. If I caught a whiff of one, it'd be like a fucking skunk. <laughs> so John, you played Scarlet Grace yet? No, I'm not, I haven't started them yet. Oh, oh. I did play a different kind of... I mean, we can go into it if you want. Go for it. Let's go. Like, it sounds like an 8 out of 10. 
Um, so you, y'all remember last time when I said I was going to finish Sweet Coden 2? And oh, that it was boy. probably going to disappoint me? Oh, yeah. Was that just the last episode? That was just this last episode, yeah. That was just the last episode. I finished it. It disappointed me. Of course. Yeah. Like, I had... I, I don't think I've ever seen you in quite that kind of mood on Twitter of just... Oh. Pure anger mixed with resignation and defeat. <laughs> did you dislike? Did you dislike it because it was too comprehensible? No, no. It's, no. Oh God, no. Oh. Um, no, Swicoden is actually just really bad, but people have been fooled into thinking it's good because it's like that's ahead. a game. That's a game I'd be. That's a that's a whole conversation I'd be interested. Is like games that you were tricked into thinking were really good forever. Swicoden like Sonic CD, but yeah. Every... No, Sonic CD is great, dog. It has two different soundtracks. Every... That makes up for everything else. Every po- every Pokemon like... game. Every Pokemon game is my uh, submission to that conversation. Sonic yeah, but... CD has like six soundtracks because you can travel time and the music changes. Yeah, cool. That's fucking awesome. Levels? Hyper Light Drifter. Oh, no. Ooh, Hyper Light Drifter. <laughs> oof, oof, big oof. Fucking um... minute. Okay, but there's a bunch of little in, of indie games that got like kind of for darlings that really annoyed me. But like oh, yeah, as far as yeah. like old JRPGs, it, Suikoden's the worst of them. Like I would much rather go back and play Secret of Mana than this. Like oh, you boy. would ra- you would rather suck a tailpipe than play Suikoden again. <laughs> but John, um, Suikoden three, that's the good one. That's the good one. It uh, really ties it all together. The vampire comes back. Oh my! Fuck. He's better than ever. You're thinking Castlevania. No, no, no there's there's a Swakoden vampire. Why? You, you know what? Alucard is all we need. At some point, someone needs to make legislation to say vampires in video games, no more. We're Castlevania, done. and now Bloodstained. It's enough. We're done. <laughs> We've had enough. No, they've, we need, need Arapel has a great vampire. <clears throat> I love Lord Nash. Lord Nash. Everybody uh, loves Lord Nash. We Everybody spe- loves Nash. So I, 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 I finished. You, know, you recall that I finished Suikoden one, mm-hmm. and I really, really hated the ending because it was very bad and anticlimactic. Uh-huh. And then I was like, "Let's keep going to Suikoden two because that's the one everyone says is good. Now let's keep playing it. And that has a pretty good first couple hours." Number ten like, on uh, dot net's <laughs> generational list, by the way, uh-huh. tied tied with Parasite Eve and Chrono Cross. Just a reminder, just to catch everybody up to where we're at on that conversation. <laughs> so I get, I continued playing it for like 30 hours, and it got completely boring and bad and awful and boring um, for the whole time. And I got to the end, and I was like, okay, let's see how this compares with the first game's very bo- bad and anticlimactic climax. And then it had a very bad and anticlimactic <laughs> climax. It was just the pits. It was the same fucking thing where you just show up at a castle... And then fight a completely inexplicable end boss. And there's no... It was actually weaker, I think, than... Uh, okay, okay. If you do the true end, then it's a little... Then it's better than the first game's ending. If you don't, then it's definitely way weaker. I'm pretty uh, sure you're talking about Castlevania. Uh, I, 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 do, I, I think you are, and you don't under, you don't know. <laughs> so, Street Cone sucks a lot. It was, um, like that, that, it was like that main creator's like first project... Um, and he was told, he was, he submitted Suikoden 2, which is like the thing that he had been working on, presumably since like, uh, for a while. It feels like, it feels like a thing you wrote in high school and then got really attached to basically. Mm -hmm. And then he made Suikoden and then they were like, no, don't make this. 
And he's like, well, let's make a prequel to it. That way I won't have to waste the work I did making this one story. Um, and then they made Suicone 1, and then they got to go back to Suicone 2, the golden great story. And it's actually a lot less comprehensible and a lot less put well put together than the first already really mediocre game. Oh, That's no. weird. It sounds like that would have been right up your alley. <laughs> oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. You said not comprehensible is like a fucking... It's completely different. It's completely different from Saga. It's a different kind of thing. It's a different kind of bad. Saga is non-comprehensible gameplay. This is non-comprehensible story. This is non It's not even... It's not like Xenogears, though. It's very easy to understand everything that's going on. It's just completely incompetently made. There's no <laughs> thread you can latch on to emotionally. There's oh, nothing that works with saga. Land. With Saga, it's easy to believe there is purpose. Somebody made this on purpose purpose there's a vision there and there's saga. a vision there's and even vision. if it's not and even if it's not executed on perfectly in a way that would make sense to a lot of people there's a ve- there's a clear vision there whereas when you yes. go to Swicoden, big oof it, it feels like a serial like web story this guy <laughs> was posting for like if, you, if it was that it would be endearing because then it'd be like oh you're that's a that's cute that's, that's cute, cute. If this was a webcomic that he made in high school, it would be cute. But it's a professional, like, $80 PS1 game. Yeah. Um, and it's not that people inexplicably below, adore. And it's not cute. And, oh, do you think the, do you think the gameplay... <laughs> it's not cute. It is not cute. I'm going on record. It is not cute. Do you think the gameplay makes up for any of these shortcomings? <sighs> no, because the game, the battles are dirt easy the entirety of both games and the dungeons are all straight lines whenever they have them um the only parts that ever get demanding at all are the event flag puzzles where you just have to run around town and find the right place to trigger the next cutscene. Mm. um oh i just hate these games <laughs> i just couldn't did not stand them at all so going one's better <laughs> That's the amazing part, is the redemption of Suicoden 1. Yeah, that, that one's... Suicoden 1's alright. Stop hey, there. Hey, John, would you, would you bump your score for it up to a 6 again? <laughs> oh, man. They I are... Want, I'm, I'm glad that you hate Suicoden so much. And I, <laughs> I, but I want you to understand that I am infecting you. Because when I said that this was... When I compared these to Saga, you said, it's a different kind of bad. Oh, God damn so, that, it. so that's <laughs> implying they are bad, but they're bad in different ways. Dude, I, I, give me another three years. You will fucking hate the Saga series. Mark my goddamn words. I will <laughs> not hate I'll Saga. I came close. Motherfucker. I came close like a couple years ago. And then oh, I turned back around and was like, I figured it out. Wasn't so. that Romancing we- Saga 2? I think it was I played Romancing Saga one, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, right, 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 yeah." One with one sounded rough. It's it's just rough. That, like it's that's the, the same one you did basic, the video on. Yeah, it's the same basic vision. It's just it's just rough. It's kind of ugly, and it, some of the systems aren't all there. And I, I kind of feel like I'd be ready for it now, or at uh. least after I play three. But at the time, it was a rough transition from like the Game Boy games, which the first two are real yeah. good. Uh, that's the one with like random battles, like every four steps. It was the one with battles against... It was the one where you run into enemies on the field on the uh, Romantic Saga. Um, and, but there's just a hundred of them. There are so many. Yeah. 
and they just walk straight towards you no matter where they are on the map. So <laughs> oh, they don't okay. follow yeah. up. That's misery. That, that's like baby's first RPG maker making enemies in the overworld mistake. Yeah, exactly. So it's very it's very clunky. Um, two is a lot better. Three seems really cool. Um, now, now that I'm playing a version that doesn't... Basically on the phone version of three, the, the camera was just hitching. Like mm, for uh. like a couple frames when you were walking, so just moving around the maps was like stuttering. Yeah. And once my eyes noticed it, I couldn't couldn't unnotice it. I tried, um, but I did play a different. A, I finished with Code Two, and I was like, "We, I really want to keep playing PS One RPGs because <laughs> I'm sad." Uh, <laughs> so, but I don't want to play more Sweet Code because I'm going. You don't out hate of, yourself that much yet. Because <laughs> I'm no, because I was going out of town for weeks and I couldn't play the PS One um, Sweet Code and Visual novels oh my on my Vita. That was the craziest thing. Okay, John, that's somebody <laughs> begged you, said, "I'll play afterward if you don't play the Sweet Coding thing." <laughs> Which is like, a, like, go ahead, Brett. That's like a really shitty guilt trip of like, "I'll play your game if you don't do this other thing." <laughs> <laughs> because they should have already played afterward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that a day, not even the full day after, you were so mad at Sweet Code 2, just so mad and angered and disappointed by it, you were like, oh, but this visual novel might be good. Like, it got you back in, not even a day later. <laughs> so I was like, mm, maybe an intervention is needed. Yeah, I did not take it poorly. Um, that was just hilarious to me. Just like. Because I was just like, you didn't threaten to play Sweet Code in 3, did you? And you're like, no, 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 no. No, that's like 60 hours long. But the definitely an, another Sweet Code like, project. So you were like half right. The the visual novel is only like seven hours long. That's not, oh. a, it's not a ridiculous thing, I, th- I think. And it stars the cute vampire girl from from 2, who's like one of my favorite characters. Along with a nobleman named Nash. Um, so literally, it's about... <laughs> oh my god, it's a shared universe. I know. <laughs> so... Um, I did want to play another PS1 RPG, but I didn't want to play fucking Sweet Coden or something <laughs> shitty like that. Xenogears like, is right there! Xenogears is like 60 hours long, and that's said also... not shitty. I did say not shitty, Polly. Uh, uh, well, I was kind of going with the joke there, because I think I'm the only one on this podcast that actually likes Xenogears. I'll try it no, some. No, I love Xenogears. Oh, it's okay, I've got to come. I've got to come. It's one of my favorite games. Like, genuine. Like, it's really good. Yo, we you can actually, finally you know, get rid of you know, John. Like, you know, actually, one of my favorite parts in that whole game. Mm. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm fucking with you. I've never. Okay. <laughs> Good. God damn it! Damn it! Like, that was really convincing. Too. That was me level convincing. Uh, I'm really was... good at lying to people. <laughs> you are dark side Phil. Come on, dude! <laughs> <laughs> dude, he fucking don't jump. He fell in the lava and died. Come on! Fucking bullshit! Pressing buttons. You're pressing buttons. Dude, I'm fucking pressing it. <laughs> do, do, do. Come on, dude. John, you played another RPG, Seth? I did. I wanted to jump into a much into a widely beloved series. I played Legend of Mana. Yo, that game's good. Yeah, it is good, isn't it? You finally played a good video game. I it's know. Been like, it's been like five podcasts game. in a row. Five podcasts in a row of utter abject misery. I played Dog Shit Simulator the other day. I think you guys are being a little rough on it. <laughs> so, Legend of Mana. Um, it's it's the fourth Mana game after Secret, after Final Fantasy Adventure, which I loved, and Secret of Mana, which I didn't love, <laughs> and Trials of Mana, which I haven't played yet. 
Um, that's a yet now. <laughs> but um, but Legend of Mana is um, very different from Secret of Mana. It's extremely non-linear. Um, it, first, first off, it's presented with like sort of a beat-em-up style perspective where it's very side view on like little belt stages. It's still like mazy dungeons, mm-hmm. um, but the perspective is really neat and kind of different from an RPG, and all the battles are on the actual field. This is the second fun. time I have heard that term in two days, belt scrolling. I've never heard that before. I've heard it a couple of times. I've now, never heard I... it before yesterday. I was watching the huh. Coin Op Classic, and, they, hmm. and somebody was playing a fighting game, and it was like, yeah, this is a belt scroller, and I'm like, you're what? When I hear the phrase belt scroller, I just think of that scene, that part in Double Dragon where you fight in a bobo, yeah. and he's on a conveyor belt, <laughs> and you have to trick him into killing himself. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I don't uh, know if that's accurate to, to this game, but I, I'm going to imagine that now because it makes me smile. That makes sense. So I played this game for about 10 hours where I just had a completely good time the entire time. You just, you start out, you basically put all of the locations on the map as you play the game so you like build the world and then you complete little you go to each world and complete a quest and then that'll unlock a new location that you can place on the map um so you're just it's just completely non-linear there's almost no like overarching story it's just like a bunch of mostly unrelated quests some of them have like little threads that continue like they this will make a new quest available you can do and that continues the story from this quest the structure is almost a sensible saga game yeah, it's like it's a lot like Saga. Oh, that's my favorite European game, Sensible Saga. Sens- <laughs> sen- sen- sensible Saga. That was good. That was good. Wow, Rhett. Rhett is on the throes of death over here, and he pulls out his <laughs> best joke of the year. Good job, man. I'm proud of you. So there's three main arcs that are just like quest lines basically and if you once you finish one of them it unlocks the last arc and then you can go the last level and then you can go finish the game and mm-hmm. so it's it's basically just keep playing until you finish one of the arcs just play just run around just do quests and then eventually it'll unlock the last level and then you can go beat the game which is a really cute structure i think like it's just it's sort of like what i said when i replayed saga frontier um earlier in the year where it's just like this isn't, it's very unpretentious, where it's just ma- wanting to make a bunch of little RPG levels yeah. without worrying so much about, like, a big grand story vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and it works for me because I really love the writing. It's all, like, um, just very evocative. Like, we talked, um, I remember when I played Soul Blazer, I kind of talked about how the text in yeah. that just, <clears throat> it pay- they say a lot with very little. Yeah. And the localization in this is just very good. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's just it's just very early on where you place the where you make the town by placing this artifact in the world map, and then you walk in and like these sproutlings who are like children of the mana tree are just saying like the world doesn't exist until you observe it, and then a church and then a guy a preacher is like well. This town obviously has a rich history. We've been here for generations, and you just made this town by like throwing an artifact on the map. Yeah. So it's it's very dreamy, is what I'm. Yeah. It, what it I has it has very like it's got all that soul blazer energy. Mm-hmm. It also reminds me a lot of Kingdom Hearts, which kind of has sort of a similar vibe to a lot of the writing. Mm. Um, and I think that that vi- I felt that vibe a lot because it has the same composer, um, Yoko Shimamura. Uh, yep, yep. Bless that woman's Bless, soul. Yes. Yep. I, I will lie on a goddamn bed of nails for that woman. 
Yep. Yeah. I just played Street Fighter 2, too, um, last podcast, and that's that's hard work, too. Yep. Um, and also read, just all the Kingdom Hearts. I read an interview with Yoko Shimomura regarding Street Fighter 2. This is going to sound like I'm making it up, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. They were initially talking about having making Chun-Li have a shorter life bar because she's a woman. Yeah. Because... Because the '90s and Yoko Shimomura was like asked about it for some reason. Yeah. Like she should have been like, "I made the music. What are you asking me about this for?" <laughs> but she made like some joke about like, "I think she should have a longer life bar because women are statistically predisposed to living longer." <laughs> something like that. Granted, I, again, I really would have enjoyed if she's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? I just made music. Why are you asking me about this?" <laughs> Good yeah. shit. She, I, I read a couple interviews with her, and including one in the mid zeros where they asked, "What's your favorite soundtrack you worked on?" And she said, "Legend of Mana." Yeah, I feel like this gets the most me across of any of the soundtracks I've worked on, and I was like, "Oh," and the music's real good. Oh and yeah, it's extremely pretty. Mm. Oh man, every level is just like these hand painted pre rendered backgrounds, and it's just very, very, very pretty and well done. Um, so that and the music and also the fighting feels real good, mm-hmm. um, which is a nice change of pace from Secret of Mana. It just things connect nicely. I liked hitting things. I liked watching them explode and and they explode into experience points that you have to run around and collect. And that thing. always like I will always love a game that does that. Mm-hmm. That is one of those things where it's just like that always just feels good. With like when like a bunch of crystals pop out of something and you go gotta go collect them, or they come yep. swooshing towards you. Yep. Like that is that is a game feel thing that I will love until I die. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think it's exactly the same thing. But speaking of Shimomura, one of the most like exciting things to me in an RPG was in Super Mario RPG when you got the superstar and ran around and killed enemies rapidly, and you yes! saw yourself leveling up. I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, this is incredible. That is, yeah, it's one of the coolest. Good feel, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Games just need to fucking feel good. When did we get away from that? <laughs> And and that's also that's also a thing Kingdom Hearts does, which is one more thing that kind of drawing a line from this to that, just sort of the dreamy writing, the this very pretty Shimomura music, and then the the fighting where just ca- things connecting feels good, and ev- enemies explode into experience points. Yep. Um, and so what basically it happened for me is that I played for ten hours and I had a really good time, and then I got completely stuck. Oh no! <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And the answer was, I was supposed to go back to all the different levels, and then I would find new quest triggers. Oh, okay, I know, yeah. And I did not, and I didn't really do that. I just kind of kept going, every time, I, I just kept going from new location to new location, and every time I'd find one quest, finish it, and get new locations unlocked. Mm. And then once I hit the end of that loop, I was just like, what? I have yeah. To, I have to think now? Dries oh, no. Up, yeah. When that well dries up, it feels a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of so like, you get to the point of the game where it's just like, oh... I bet I know where they realized they were maybe running a little low on budget. Mm-hmm. Probably need to, to to reel things in a little bit. Yeah. So I just so that at that point I was just like, oh, oh, um, and I, I tried a little bit, but I was just not patient, feeling patient. Uh... So I just looked at a guy, saw the I had done half the Jumi quest line, which is the one everyone likes. Yeah. 
Um, and then I just did the remaining quests and then beat the game. And it took like two hours. That's fine. I mean, like, the, like 12 hours or so, 12 to 14 hours Feels of that right. game is totally fine. I played through it twice because the first time I played it, I missed a few things. Uh, but I really liked that game back in the day. That was a game that, like, I bought sight unseen. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, it was just like I had just gotten paid for working a summer job. And I was like, I'm going to go buy a video game because that's what you do when you're irresponsible. And mm-hmm. I know it. Yeah. And, like, that is the game I picked up, brought it home. It was just like, oh, wow, this is a fucking delight. This is just very, very nice. I just like this a lot. Yeah, it's just but... a game that feels good. It's got good atmosphere. Like, mm-hmm. um,. It does sort of have that end of the worldy kind of vibe going on. Yeah, but which I like, but at this, but like, I think that what keeps it ever from feeling like you know, like a down in the dump, sad RPG or anything is just like the every like the like like the color palette of that game. It's just really, really fucking bright and incredible, and like the artwork that goes along with it. Like, I think that like that game's look and sound keep it from ever feeling kind of like Dour. like ho hum. I'm playing a save the world RPG. Yeah, it, you don't even really get that impression until, like, near the end. Like, yeah. oh, shit, I'm, like, saving things. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm a hero. <laughs> it's it's so, it's very chill, it's very unpretentious, which mm-hmm. is very unusual for a square RPG. Especially, you, especially when you consider that time, because yeah. that was the time of, like, fucking Final Fantasy VII, Xenogears, Parasite Eve. Just like, boy, there's a yeah. lot of pretension here. Yep. And then there's just Saga Frontier. And Legend of Mana, they're just like, we just made a bunch of maps that are real pretty. We made a, a combat system that feels pretty good. Just play it. Live in this live in this jumble of video game we made for a little while. I like hope you have a good it's, time. It's, it's, a, it's, it's sort of a collage of a video yeah. game, if you will. Yeah, it's the kind of thing I would almost certainly never make is <laughs> kind of my thing because like, like i think that me and you both narrow. yeah me and you both are very like like i am linear probably to a fault like i am that person that final fantasy 13 was made for mm-hmm. my brain is just like complete just very straightforward vision kill these 10 bosses fight, fight these levels this is this is how i make games i don't want so playing something like this that actually works for me where it's just open-ended and you could maybe take out like an individual part and the whole thing wouldn't fall apart it's yeah. just it's a collage like you said um i think that's i think that's really neat and i think it's a very different and i think it's a very different kind of open-ended um vision from like when we talked when i was talking about sweet code and two where that's just like doesn't where it's just going forward mm-hmm. and just kind of having these story, this beat, these big portentous story beats without landing any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, this was like even better than probably do, jumping into like a Trails game or something. This is like the opposite of that. Right? Yeah, just... it's the opposite of that in the best possible way, I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there's a, a number of event flag mazes that I was just like, oh man, I'm oh, real no. glad I've got a guide open for this one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember actually ever having an issue. Like, cause I know, like, I was usually that person that would buy a guide in the game together just because they look good. Mm. Like you did, I did that with a lot of square RPGs back in the day and then it turns out that like their strategy guides are worth a lot of money now. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that was one of the games that I didn't buy it with. Um, mm. And it was just like I, n- I don't remember getting lost or anything or hung up well, on event flags. On, I mean, there, at any at any quest is optional. So if you're yeah. stuck on one, you can just go do, do another else. quest line. Yeah. Can, um, can I uh, can I mention the the time that I got the most 
burned by a fucking strategy guide. Is it Final Fantasy IX? No. Oh, it's wow. A game, uh, le- it's a game fewer people care about. Oh, oh. Um, it's, uh, I, ah, I bought... Final Fantasy IX, Dunk. <laughs> Continue. No. no, it's a good game. No, I was making fun of the fact that nobody gives a fuck about Digimon World except me. Oh. And I'm, and I'm gonna convince all of y'all motherfuckers it's a good game someday. <laughs> even though it's not. It's definitely not. It's definitely not. I bought... I got the strategy guide as a kid because they were like, yeah, this game's really confusing and not that good. And I'm like, I'll take it. <laughs> so I get the strategy guide for it. And I am not... So each each little area is segmented. Like there's the dino area and the fucking the, the factory area and the, the mansion area or whatever. Mm-hmm. The mansion area, which is definitely like Resident Evil did well. Let's put a mansion in our game too. And there is an entire section on um, the factory area that is, like, blocked off and it says, there are secrets even you don't know, even we don't know oh, about God. this game. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. I have, I have a guide for Lunar Silver Star Story Complete that is the same way when you get to, like, halfway through the game... It starts becoming real fucking hazy about what you need to do or where you need to go. <laughs> and they're like, we're doing that on purpose because we want... It's like, motherfucker, people bought the guide. I, I bought this to, for you to tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah. And then like, and then there's like this immaculate guide that Working Designs did themselves that is like step by step, literally one tile at a time through the game. And then you bought a little bit like, like I think it was Versus who did the other book, and it's just like it's in black and white and every like it is so low budget. But then like you get to the ass end of that guide and literally just like here's where you fight Galleon. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I, this was when I found Game Facts, and I've never in my life said I was fucking supposed to do what. <laughs> there are so many things I was like. Well, thankfully, the guy didn't tell me anything about that. Because when you give your Digimon items, occasionally it'll just be a fucking little brat and go, and won't take it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Well, you're supposed to scold it and then give it the item. That would have been incredibly (laughs) useful to know at any point. Is that game? Uh, Jetstorm in the chat wants to know: Is isn't Digimon World that game with the game breaking bug that prevents you from moving on? Uh, please, please, uh, your uh, Jetstorm. I do need you to be more specific in which <laughs> game breaking bug you're referring to in that game, because Jesus fucking quality control that game. Uh, actually, I think that the European version. I guess you can get fucked up if you do a side quest out of order you can also accidentally block yourself off from like completing the game 100% if you do do a couple things out of order um there's a lot of also if you when you defeat a Digimon they will join your city and they will each do various tasks which is really cool like it's a neat idea you expand the city you make item shops you make restaurants that you can buy food for your Digimon you increase the gym and shit um, well, you beat a dude who, like, creates a jukebox in the city, and it's like, hey, listen to the music in this game, even though there's only, like, five songs, and the rest <laughs> of it is, like, ambience. But, I mean, the songs are good, but boy howdy, a lot of it's just, like, cool crickets chirping, thanks. Nice. Um, well, if you use the jukebox, 
it will unquestionably crash your game. Nice! There's, like, you, and I think it's all because of the localizers fucked it up, because they, like, you can tell when you're trying to move through the menus that, like, the text is getting all, con like, fucky. Oh, and, like, no. breaking <laughs> out of the text box, and I'm like, and all, and it's also got all these like really awkward shortening. Like the the currency is bits. So when you're spending, or like if somebody's asking you to spend a certain amount, they'll be like, "That'll be fifteen hund bits." H U N D. Like, uh oh. I'm like, beg your part. Like, just put five zero zero. For Christ's sakes, it's. And also, at some point, someone says 50,000 T-H-O-U-S bits, and I, I actually was like, oh, maybe that's how, like, that's slang for thousand. No, the, the, the localization just sucked eggs. Oh, no. It, but it's, I, I, I'm sorry, like, I could go on forever about that game. Like, I've, I, I love it to death, I, I get a lot about it. And even then, there is so much I'm like, yeah, I have no fucking idea how this game works. <laughs> the eternal puzzle box. There, There's a segment that I genuinely watch speedruns of, and, like, I understand speedruns are people who understand this game, they know it in and out, and all I can say on this one part, where you have to, like, manage a shop and sell shit and make a certain amount of money for the guy to recruit him, I always think, like, how the fuck did they do this on their first try? The RNG sucks ass so bad. <laughs> you have to you have to sell three thousand dollars or three thousand bits, whatever worth of worth of shit to these customers and keep making a profit. If you increase the, if you increase the price too much, they'll leave. If you decrease it, you're not going to make enough money. You know, capitalism, fucking whatever. It's rec it's reseteer. Absolutely, and. If you if you increase the price and they leave, then you lose an additional customer. So you have to really fight with them, and they can buy three items. One is meat, which you can make like fifty bits on. Mm -hmm. The other is a portable potty, which is because the Digimon have to shit everywhere like little <laughs> fucking animals, and you can make like maybe three hundred on it. And the third is medicine, which you can make like. 800 on mm -hmm. and you you have to make 3000 bits so anyone who comes in to buy meat for like 30 bits I'm like don't even fucking come in there's no point in this transaction <laughs> yes this is it helping me if you play that absolutely perfect and you fuck with everybody and you make sure everybody get, walks out and has bought it even if you do everything correctly if you get a bad roll you're fucked Good, good game design. It's like yeah, it's, it's really like Saga. It's Saga. It's basically ten out of ten. Out of ten. ten, out of ten. Boy, 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 I will shit talk Saga, but if you say a word about Digimon World, I'll bite your balls off. <laughs> John might like that. Oh, well, I might. Yeah. Too. I'm hungry. Get them chompers warmed up. Oh, oh. Okay. Um. Anything Sorry. else about Legend of Mana? Uh. Nope. Game rules. I, it, it made me. It made me figure out. It made me like this. Um, kind of figure out the storytelling voice of Secret of Man a little better because mm -hmm. it's the same director between all four games. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I still think that game feels bad, and I think it's like five hours longer than it should be. Mm -hmm. But like I, I, I get what they were going for better with the story. I think. 
Right. Which makes me like it a little better. Makes me less. Plus, I played Sweet Coden, and Sweet Coden's much worse than Secret Invasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just by comparison. Yeah. So, I. I can see myself maybe trying three at some point now, or replaying two, but or I don't know. But mostly, I just want to probably replay Legend of Mana in like two years. Yeah, that's probably a smarter move. Yeah, I know. I know they're not great, but you know, it's it's cool that I've kind of opened my heart a little bit more to them, even though even in their jank, it's gonna be all right. Uh, it's gonna be all right. Yeah, I'm um, Rhett. I Whoa. caught that, you motherfucker. That was Sonic Adventure. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> Piece of shit, I heard that. I was gonna say something and I couldn't think of the lyrics and they fucking said it and it made me sick. Why am I the one making the Sonic fucking adventure reference? Because Crush 40 kicks ass. <laughs> it's true. Crush the, 40. I mean, I, I, I incorporated Open Your Heart into my vocab because of Sonic Adventure. Like, that's, that is where that comes from. I've incorporated Live and Learn and then I always want to say... Living on the edge of tomorrow. Yeah, because it because <laughs> uh, it rules. Because Chris yeah, it, rules. It's it's fucked up that they managed to that that those fucking idiots should suck and be dead in a pit somewhere. But somehow they made music that's really cheesy and terrible, but also really good. And spoke to a generation. Basically, yep. yeah. It it is the 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 voice of the voiceless. Speaks, you know, <laughs> crush 40, speak truth to power. Oh, Rhett, what you got for Uh, boy. I'm you have death and one. misery. Uh, so last week was Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was had good. Bullshit. <laughs> Basically, had the long weekend, and I thought to myself, boy, the one thing I don't want to do on this week, this long weekend is play Pokemon the entire time. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm going to play something else. Okay. Uh, and this... That was Pokemon. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I'm hot and cold for it, basically. <laughs> um, he likes the girls, and that's it. Yeah. Who doesn't? I mean, the, the Pokemon, right? <laughs> right? Right, right. Yeah. More the girls. Let's be real. Yeah, the Pokemon girls. So I've always thought SocksMakePeopleSexy.net, the only site where liking Half-Life 2 is a controversial opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Me, so meanwhile, continuing that, the SocksCast podcast, the only podcast where liking Doom 2016 is going to be a controversial opinion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I played Doom and it fucking rules, holy shit. What? <laughs> I heard that game kicks ass, Polly. That game I, kicks ass. Polly and John don't like it. No, I, don't I only like played like the first three levels. You know what? Them. You know what? Maybe it's because I'm play. I played the PS4 version. Oh Maybe. fuck! I I have a PS4 now. I'm gonna hate it when I buy it. I'll I'll just send you my copy. Thank you. I'll steal it. <laughs> I yeah, right? I think for Polly it's more like she's an old school Doom fan. Played, you know, shitloads of Doom 1, 2, 3, 64, you know. Yeah, like, I and this played one's the very shit out different. of Yeah, this is a way different thing. Yeah, this is the first one I've really played and enjoyed. It's like, oh, I like this, but it's clearly, like, they were targeting a different audience with this. Like, it's definitely much faster, you know, s simplified systems, but... Remember when I was talking about so, this song? So stupider people. Yeah, it's it's the, this. Oh my god, this is like 
stupid brain candy for people who just want to shoot guns, basically. So, Paul, you want my address now, or what? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, God, it's it's all blurring together, kind of like this game, where it's just... <laughs> you it's just, just a blur of awesome, right? Yeah. It just feels... I think the game feel in this game is extremely good, and you know what I said about Dishonored, I will say again here... The murder's real good in this one. Well, yeah, like, the murder's real good in a Doom game. I would hope yeah. that it would be. Like, the fucking, the, the kills are great. Like, the kills in that game are insane, and then when you get those later guns, like the, like the, what's the big, like, the Goss gun, the laser, the and like, the miniguns, like, and the, the fucking BFG, like. Yeah. The Bioforce gun. <laughs> shit just fucking explodes. <laughs> and, like, yeah. just, like, their entire upper torso is just gone and it's just like you see all these little bits and bobs fly everywhere and <laughs> just these two legs are left standing there and they fall over it's, it's a very very violent game oh yeah, yeah like, in, like in ratchet and clank yeah but with <laughs> but, you know, more with, blood. With, with more murder uh, actual yeah. murder <laughs> much more blood and guts and <laughs> you guys you guys haven't played ratchet and clank in a while that game was fucked up <laughs> I played the port PS4 Ratchet and Clank. I thought it was delightfully mediocre. Yeah, same. You know, I liked when Captain Quark told me uh, uh, Ratchet can't breathe underwater. He needs to come up for air. And I'm like, look, I know you ostensibly think I'm a kid. However, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> so, I guess my problem with Doom is that, like, the levels do maybe start to blur together a bit towards the end. That was kind of my issue. Is the, I hated the level yeah. design in that game being just like, it's a, arenas. Arena. Arena. It's arena. all arenas. Yeah. And then like, like there's, there's real bad to... platforming too. I didn't have too much trouble with the platforming. Again, that might be a... That's a PS4 mouse, thing maybe. I think. A mouse and keyboard thing. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, like the speed of with, with which I was able to, you know, whip around and shoot guys, like, felt very good on mouse and keyboard, you know? Mm. <laughs> Way if you have to use a mouse and keyboard to play a game, then it's a, then it's work, not a game. Oh, God, shut up. Oh, Jesus Wow. Christ. Calm down, Grandpa. We got <laughs> Phil, we finally got Phil Fish on the podcast. I can't believe no. it. No. I'm canceling Phase 2. I know who you're. motherfuckers, they said it was bad. Phil I'm Fish British is, now. He's not British. Fuck, <laughs> I, I fucked Phil Fish and he screamed like a fucking limey. <laughs> okay. Don't worry, John. I got that reference. Okay. Uh, I don't know. There's not, not a whole lot to say about this game, I guess. It's just the shooting's real good. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's, it's a, it, that's, a, that's a funny sentence. I was laughing because it was okay. funny. They're, they're shooting real good. I mean, that's the game. It's yeah, the game. It, the, the game is all demons. shoot. The game is all shoot. Yeah. Like, if there's anything that it lives up to with the Doom name, it is all shoot. It's all shoot. Oops, I'll shoot. Oops, I'll shoot. Oops, I shoot my pants. <laughs> Would you say it, it shoot real good? It shoot, real, it shoot good. real good. 10 out of 10. Game of the year. Yep. So, I played one other game during that weekend where I was just like, definitely don't want to play Pokemon. <laughs> uh, I played a Need for Speed game. What? Okay. Yeah. So... You know, Thanksgiving, all the big the stores they do their sales and all. Yeah. So I so I went on Origin for some reason. Wow. I was like, okay, guys, 
<laughs> you're probably also having a sale, and everything on that store now is like, this game is included free with your Origin Premium subscription. I'm like, fuck off. So it's like, you can get one month for five bucks, or you can or you can just buy the game for five bucks if you want. We don't really want you to do that, though. We want you to subscribe. Like, they gave me a subscription. They just, yeah. like, yeah, they were just, they just signed me up for it because <laughs> I had an, an account from Mass Effect 3. Yeah. Uh, so I played Need for Speed The Run, which is... Oh, wow, t- that's that's a banger. That's from a while ago. That's the 2011 one. Oh, yeah. It's not, not even current gen. I was going back a bit. I've, I've played Need for Speed games newer than this one. Yeah, I know. Which is kind of funny. Uh, the reason I was always kind of curious about this one is because it gets rid of... It's all street racing. Mm-hmm. Like... You start the game in California and you drive to New York and that's the entire game. Yeah. And it's it's not looped tracks, which I've never been a huge fan of. So it's like it's taking a style much more like the the very original 3DO Need for Speed game, which was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Except this one is also like trying to be a big tough action movie. So it's like every single race is like you've got to gain two, 10 places or the music's just kind of always in your face. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's going at 11, like, the entire game, which is a bit exhausting. Mm-hmm. But it's also only, like, two hours long, so it's okay. That's kind of like, they're try- it's trying to be a movie, basically. And I think they made a Need for Speed movie a couple hour- a couple years later. Mm-hmm. God, they did, didn't they? Yeah. I don't think anybody saw it. <laughs> wasn't it? That was Jesse from Breaking Bad was in it, too. Oh, God, he was, oh, wasn't that. he? Oh, That was no. the whole joke originally, is that... He yeah, he was off driving off of the Bad. set of, ba- of Breaking Bad into the Need for Speed movie. Fucking <laughs> yeah. right. Well, I mean, you know, he's he's made so many good. He's made two good career decisions. I think. <laughs> Would that be Breaking Bad and BoJack Horseman? Yes. Yeah. He, 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 uh, I was gonna. Say, all right. I was going to say this, and now I'm going to say it anyway. I wish I hadn't. He should only take roles that start with the letter B. This has been brought to you by Sesame Street, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that I should say that or why I thought it would be entertaining. You're so like, excited about this joke. I'm, I'm the it's IMDb like, trivia like... of pointless bullshit. Did you know that Breaking Bad and BoJack Horseman... <laughs> Aaron Paul and have the letter B. Hey, 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 as someone else who has jokes come to his brain and then just goes like, "Welp, gotta te- say it now." I'm sorry, yeah. everyone uh, around no, me. I I, 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 I appreciate that. What I should have done is sputtered and said, "No, you're good. Keep talking." I should have just stammered, and been like, yeah, "I'm sorry, I didn't have anything." The, the the only thing funnier that would have happened in my brain, other than that joke, was an aneurysm. Jesus Christ. Speed that... for speed. How'd you like speed for speed, Brett? It's fine. Uh, there's a few okay. QTE sections in the game which are pretty awful. Okay. This game, and it, and it starts with one. <laughs> Oh, wow. So it's just like you getting in a car, like, oh, there's a whole side plot with, like, the mob is after you. So, like, the game starts with you getting in a car crash and having to mash Y to get out of the car. It's real fucking stupid. Yeah. Luckily, there's only, like, three in the whole game. That's but, like... Introduce your game with something you're only going to do twice more. Yeah, yeah that's basically. Very 
they're like, for the first time ever, you get out of the car oh, a couple man. times. Uh, but I really like the whole journey from, you know, West Coast to East Coast America and, like, how the scenery changes kind of more gradually than I thought it would over the course of the game. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, Las Vegas, for whatever reason, is, like, four levels. Like, I don't think it's that big, That's you guys. a little big <laughs> for Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, and basically, I played, like, 80% of this game in just one go. Because I was just, like, in the mood to just drive just for a while. Drive, yeah. And for what for some reason, the game tracks your entire time that it has taken to beat it. And my total time was, like, 2 hours, 14 minutes. Like, it's not a long game. <laughs> Pity the poor souls that paid sixty dollars for that. Yeah, it's a good five. It's a five or not a sixty dollar game. So basically, Pokemon made me want to shoot guns and drive fast cars. Wow, like Like, Pokemon has left no impression on you, huh? I'll talk about it maybe eventually. Okay, hold on. Before there's something I don't think anybody's really talked about with this new Pokemon. Do you guys fucking know they didn't put all the Pokemon in? It's kind of Uh oh. Uh oh. We've definitely never talked about that. Good, I'm glad. I, I just think it's like nobody's really mentioning it, and it's kind of bothering me. It's really made me upset. Does it make Why you? Can't I play... Does it make you want to send death threats? Yes, I mean most things do, and especially this. Why can't I use the other shitty bug Pokemon? <laughs> did they suck. get the? Did they get the the good one? The very, very, very good one from White Black. I should check that. Oh. You'll have to be more specific than that. The one John wants to fuck. (laughs) Scolipede. Again, you'll have to be more specific. (laughs) I want Scolipede to fucking... to scoliosis me and lay me out like a... put my body in an S-shape and fuck me until I break in half. (laughs) Oh, Polly, earlier you made a joke about a Digimon named Lusamon. Yes. There's a fucking Pokemon in this game named Clobblepuss. Yeah, I don't even have to say anything. You just get it. <laughs> I was just like, wow, guys, you uh, maybe want to rethink that one? <laughs> That's Is that going to be the Pokemon that they fucked up naming and you can't trade it online? Like a, <laughs> a Kofagregis, which sounds fine, but then you spell it out and it's C-O-F-A-G-Regis. Oh. And I'm like, Uh-oh. swing and a miss, game. Also, what's even the point? You can't also, even, you, it's like you, it's like you can't say Saturday in Fantasy Star Online because yeah. turd is in the middle. Well, I mean, you can't that kind of ribald language. Nobody's got time for it. <laughs> so uh, I guess oh. we're throwing it to Polly. Yo, now. what's up, Polly? What's up? Yeah, we, we, we talked about collage games earlier when we were talking about Legend of Mana. Uh, I played a sort of a collage game. Uh, just yesterday. So I've been uh, following the development of a, a Brazilian uh, developed game for a while called Skate Master Checo. That's uh, T-C-H-E-C-O. Um, and that game's coming out probably sometime early next year. I kind of got into checking that out because of the Blazing Chrome guys. Uh, they're, they're you know obviously friends and stuff. And, like, Onikin has uh, a, 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 a uh, cameo in... in uh, I think also one of the Blazing Chrome characters are going to be in Skate Master Checo as well. So, but uh, Skate Master Checo is a game that's coming out, and it's um, 
basically it's based on a character that's uh, developed by uh, he's an animator he makes cartoons as well starring uh, this character his name is Barcelo Barbosa uh, and uh, it turns out that four years ago he also released another Checo game that I didn't know existed until I went just looking mm-hmm. um, and, I've, and I saw it on Steam and it's one fucking dollar um, 99 cents it's 99 cents. I, I couldn't me. believe it. It's, it. Oh, okay. It's 99 cents. Um, but yeah, I checked it out just because I've been interested in this much bigger game uh, that was coming out. Uh, and I went ahead and decided to pick that up yesterday. Played through it. It only took about an hour and a half. But it's just this cute little sort of WarioWare of platformers kind of thing. Where it's just there are 65 levels. And they're each like 5 to 10 seconds long. And you just f- play them in succession. Um, give, give me a link to this game. I have a heart on. This sounds extremely <laughs> my shit. Yeah, it's it's called Checo in the Castle of Lucio. Links in the chat. Yeah, it just oh, dropped up. I'm, get, I'm oh, getting that quicker than me. Um, but yeah, it's just like, like it, and it's a it's a platformer. You've got to beat it in one go. You start out with eight hit points, and you can get I think probably five or six more over the course of the game. Um, and then, like, there are three boss encounters, which all kind of operate on the same gimmick. It just gets a little harder each time. Um, but it's just a smart, fun little action platformer. Not gonna take you long to beat. It'll be difficult. It is a hard game. Um, but it's just really good. I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, it took, uh, it took me about 90 minutes to get through the whole thing, um, without completely dying and having to start over, but... Ah, really good time with it. It was just, hey, here's a cute little one hour. Th- like, it's not even one hour when you can get all the way through. Yeah. It's literally like seven to ten minutes long. Once mm-hmm. you, like, once you know all the room layouts and yeah, once you've learned it. Um, but yeah, like, this is just a fun, cute, like, this is like another SWRJST moment. Where I picked up a thing and I didn't expect to have as much fun with it as I did. Because this is this guy's first game. Um... And it was made by one person. He did all the art and stuff for it. Um, there's a lot of varying art styles in this game, too. Yeah, like, the trailer looked decadent. Like, it just kind of bounces from style to style yeah. with just reckless abandon through each of these little platforming challenges that just kind of cruise on by. And, you you know, you either get through it flawlessly or you don't. You just got to keep moving on. And eventually you just get to the end and you beat it and you get a real dumb ending. It's real good though. I liked it. <laughs> it 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 it's not a game that is built much on premise or built much on narrative, but it's got a real dumb ending cutscene that made me laugh. And I was like, okay, it's that's good. It's it, it's in the like like I don't know anything about the Checo character himself, and I I looked around and I really could not find any of the cartoons to, like, actually watch or anything, so... But you kind of get the idea that it's kind of like a a, a, a Brazilian riff on Shin-Chan mm-hmm. is kind of the the, mm-hmm. the the vibe that I get from it. But yeah, uh, Checo in the Castle of Lucio, it's 99 cents, and I had a real good time with it yesterday. Uh, I just, like, picked it up, was not expecting to be as delighted as I was, but hey, that's a fun little thing. I know this Rhett played it, and he probably quit because it was like, oh, this is not expensive enough. <laughs> I quit. No, Jesus I, Christ. I quit because it was too hard. Oh, come on. I, I, I literally got shot. through it. I got through it in an hour and a half. Come Holly, on. I was sick last night. Uh, I wanted something extremely low impact. 
It's still the- oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's upsetting. That's powerful. I knew you were going to talk about the game, so I wanted to play it, so I had some frame of reference, and it is good. It's cute. Yeah, it's good. Like you said, I like I every screen has a different art style. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't like, really interested until you told me that the- until you mentioned that the structure was this, like, was just a actual short- action game you have to learn and play through like that sounds great yeah, yeah what are you gonna say sam, sam oh uh, i i asked uh, why you played that clip from a serbian film <laughs> jesus christ yeah boy god man that movie wow how dark and fucked up i'm like whoa cool yeah i hung out with that kid in high school too <laughs> fuck you yeah um uh, so yeah, I'm I'm still I like I was already excited for Skate Master Checo, which mm-hmm. is coming out next year. But this just kind of like oh like okay, this guy knows how to make good video games. If this was like his first time out, like him doing something that looks like it's got a bit more of a structure going to it, mm-hmm. I, I think I've got good reason to uh, fully believe in like what that game is going to be. Since it, like the trailer already looks good, like the mm-hmm. the, the actual um, gameplay and stuff already looks fun and cool. So yeah. Yeah, like you. Hey, man, you like you could spend a dollar on Steam in a, sh- a shitload of worse ways, right? Oh yeah. Like this, this, this but the, like this is super solid. Like I think that like this game is for our crowd. I think like I think that a lot of people that listen to us and a lot of people that are in our audience like definitely dig into these smaller personal projects that you know definitely come from a place of like oh I- i've always wanted to make this thing like the very much the, the vibe you get from this game is i've always wanted to make a video game and i finally did it that's the vibe that i get that's awesome so yeah i love that so, yeah that's checo in the castle of lucio that is t-c-h-e-c-o uh for the uh character name of checo since like you know we have to be searching for that it's a little it's a little um non-standard for what i think most people would be searching for so yeah that game's real real good <laughs> I had a lot of fun with it. I looked up Skate Master and I didn't find it at first because the game is spelled Skate M A S T A. Yeah, so Skate Master. I was like, she oh, pr- she pronounced it rather clearly. I think that was on you. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> on you. Well, I typed Skate Master and it was like, Steam's like, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, it's Skate Master. Trailer looks real good, actually. It really does. It really does. So, um, do you want me to hold my uh, next thing for we're going to do another round, or do you want me to go ahead and roll into it? You can roll into it. That was a quick one. Yeah. Okay. I got one more thing that I did. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, so, last time we were together, I played an Idea Factory game. Um. And I, didn't, I, I try as I might, did not like it. So, what do you do when you play a game... Like, this is like, like I've literally John Thired myself, I think. Like, what do you do when you've played a game by an entity who's just completely missed the point and, and dropped the ball so many times? What do you do? You go right back to that fucking well. They've got it this time! You pig. <laughs> I, I played Death and Request which is a hybrid visual novel in JRPG from our good pals at the old Idea Factory. Uh, hey, what if I told you guys you could make a video game about video games? Dude, that's fucked up. That's crazy as dogs petting dogs! 
fuck you. Dude, turn this shit on. Cancel the podcast. You can't talk about that kind of shit. Twitch will shut you down. That That's too meta, bro. That's like the fourth wall. Just smashing it. Just smashing it. The story <laughs> begins inside a video game that was shut down, where main character awakens confused and only has memories of being violently maimed and killed. They're very vivid very vivid memories it's surprisingly violent for an idea factory game given that they really go into an explanation about how her head was pulled off her body and her spine was dangling boy they just really went into it in a way that i wasn't expecting uh from the the same people that (laughs) i can't believe i missed this on the stream yeah like i was like john you literally messed you literally missed the part (laughs) that you would be ejaculating over (sighs) Okay, I'm, I can look I'm not it up crazy, right? I think you talked about this last time. You just hadn't hit the turn. <laughs> I didn't actually talk about this game last time. No, I, I mentioned that I was play- I mentioned that I was playing it, Uh-oh. but I didn't mention anything about it because the turn. Uh, you like, know what? You talked about Mary Skelton. I'm t- yeah, I'm sorry. They, well, it, it's Idea Factory. They all kind of blur together. Even this premise sounds kind of similar. <laughs> so, okay, so you've got your character, and, and like she like is a, a video game character and she's cognizant that she's a video game character and then the other side of that is where we have the real world part of the game this is where the visual novel takes place and so um this person are you sure, are you, sure you didn't play this on Newgrounds? <laughs> it, it certainly feels like it to a certain degree doesn't it so um a, a programmer for this game disappeared a year ago mysteriously and, and then the game was shut down Hmm, weird, right? Oh, I hope he's. I hope he's okay. Uh, so, and this main character receives an email from this person, from a, a, a defunct email address that would, you know, typically come from the game. So it's like, oh no, it's weird. Why is this game online again? If like it was shut down because when people play it, they die. Oh, weird. We're doing that trope. <laughs> if you die in the game, you die, die in real life. life. Yeah, this is such a unique and novel concept, right? Yeah, I liked it in that shitty movie in 2006 that I don't remember except for that one shitty Stay line. Stay alive. Oh, wow. Man, it, I, I wish you were making that up, and I know nope. you're not. Nope, I, I pulled... Wish... I, that, was a, that was a full pull. So, eventually what happens is this protagonist in the visual novel is eventually pulled toward playing the game as the protagonist in the video game, and they're just like, oh, that's really weird. Uh, like, how we can talk to each other and are cognizant of one another, even though I'm code and you're a person. Huh. Weird. Uh, so the RPG side of this is your typical idea factory fair, so I'm not going to bother going over much of it. <laughs> uh, other than that the battle system has a lot of impact to it, and you can bounce enemies around and bounce them off of one another and bounce them off walls, and that shit feels real good. Um, there's a lot of good impact uh, that this battle system has that I feel that a lot of their games don't, and it's just because it's got that bump mechanic, but apparently that was like not a new mechanic. It's probably from another one of their other games, which, uh. which I was like, oh, okay, that makes that... The, the only other interesting thing is that you can spark new skills in during battle, like Saga, where if you just use certain combinations of attacks, like a, a percentage will pop up and be like, hey, if you do this, there's a certain percent chance that this new ability will be learned. So that's kind of the only two interesting things about the battle system that you really need to know about. For the most part, the story in the video game is just your typical fantasy schlock 
It's not really interesting. It, it only really gets interesting when they start mixing bits of, like, oh, shit, something that happened in the real world is, like, happened in the video game. Or I found an item in the video game that should only appear in the real world. And, like, that's kind of, like, how they kind of tie these things together. But, like, everything else game-wise that has to do with the game world itself is immensely and insufferably boring. Ah. Uh. Uh, the visual novel portion of the game fares like a little better because mm-hmm. it's got it's got some likable characters and it's got some fun dialogue, but it's not written well because it kind of bounces from event to event so fast that nothing ever feels like it has an impact. Like there's one mm-hmm. point in the story where the protagonist is kidnapped and tortured, and the next scene mm. they just gloss over it like it mm. never fucking happened. Like Weird. we're ju- we're just we're just having breakfast the next morning. Weird. Yeah. I, I gotta say, based on how they started the game with what's your name getting her fucking head ripped off, and then hey, let's have a torture scene. Someone was writing something for some reason, and I think I fill <laughs> fill in the fucking blanks, everybody. Wouldn't it be cool if this woman got tortured against? Like Jesus, Satoshi, calm the fuck down. <laughs> So it's a sort is there, of like, hey, 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 Polly. Is there more content like that, or is that just kind of a one kind of one? That was like the Jesus what? Christ. Look, we get now, John into Idea Factory. I'm gonna get John into Idea Factory with just the fact that like they've they dismembered their character once. So that's sort of a so problem. Just, just that's ones. sort of okay. a problem with this game. Is this is sort of where things start to kind of break down? When I hit the halfway point of the game. Both sides of this story just took a nosedive in a way that I was not expecting because the the visual novel side and the actual plot can't make up its mind if it's, like, really going to go into this horror and sci-fi shit or if it's just funny fan service fluff. Mm. And the JRPG balancing got real stupid. So, I hit the midpoint. And the game, uh, this is the point of the game, about 20 hours in, where you're like, uh-oh, we are out of content. Hello. Sorry, someone was knock. I think someone's, like, putting in a picture or something right in my bedroom wall. Oh, okay. Uh, All right, continue. So... Could you you politely, hold on a sec, can you politely tell them to shut the fuck up? We're talking about (laughs) video games. Hey, why don't you fucking shove it up your ass, Harold? I'm talking about... (laughs) fucking games i don't know the, the number of times i've like played like emia at like 6 30 in the morning to jazz myself up for work on my computer speakers i feel like they probably deserve they it. probably got a few of those so uh, i got to the halfway point in the game decided it was out of con out of new content uh-huh. so it decided hey what if we repeat all the dungeons you've already been to only this time we're going to arbitrarily lock doors and hide keys all over so that you've got to go from one end of the dungeon to the other because this is the way we've laid it out on purpose because we are very clearly padding this game's content. <laughs> and we've also sort of just jumped the enemy HP pools by 30% or more, so battles take two to five minutes now. I like, I like games that make me feel like a dog a lot. <laughs> so... <laughs> When I reached the second dungeon in a row that did this, I honestly had a moment where I put the controller on top of my PC's tower and I John Thire cackled for like a minute straight. 
And I was just like, and I just all f would the game and uninstalled it. Because I got no patience for a game that 20 hours in still has no fucking idea of what it wants to be. And it seemingly had only to, uh, only enough content for twenty hours. Here's fucking it. If you only, if you've only got twenty hours of content, make a twenty hour game and don't try to make a forty hour video game because you really fucked up with this. Hey, remember Neptunia Rebirth One? I was short. The it game was a was, nice short game. The game was short, and even though it, and even though it reused assets a lot, everything was still fast. It was still yeah, brisk. But did it murder any women? No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> That's true. There's decidedly John is like knocking that against the game. Mm. Yeah. John's yeah, that's gonna that's gonna take you down to a full star. If you want a full <laughs> five, they gotta be beyond recognition. That cannot <laughs> even look like a body. <laughs> I better see a grease puddle. I better see a grease it, puddle it, on that floor. It, it, Oh, Jesus. Nothing turns me on more than violence against women. (laughs) (laughs) It was at this point that I realized, Idea Factory, we're done. Like, I can't anymore. I've... Mm. I I have labored for years, I think, trying to justify this company's output to myself. It's like, oh, no, they've totally got it. They've got something that's totally beyond... And even even fucking Fairy Fencer F, a game that I was bored to tears by, I finished. <laughs> this I like I can't anymore. Like it's done. We're over. Like like even if you come at me with a mainline Neptunia game, I am waiting until I watch a let's play of at least 5 hours. Before I give you even a chance. Like, we're done. I can't... Like, like, you just keep giving them chance after chance. And for some reason, I thought there's something here when... There's just very clearly not. I think that they make... I think that Idea Factory represents a time where we could have B-tier developers still be successful and still doing their own thing. And I think that that's fine. I'm not going to fault them for making the kind of games that they have to make because I sincerely believe that they have to create on a budget. I understand that. It's just... I can't keep pretending that there's going to be something beyond a Neptunia for me when it comes to their output. You know, some companies just make shitty games. I'm not certain if you're like gonna grasp. <laughs> I think you might just you're in a you're Paul. You're in an abusive relationship. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like j- at some point, at some point, he's not good enough for you. Oh, I've I've absolutely reached that point where it's just like, yeah, we're 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 done with Idea you, Factory. You, you say that, but I still hear a tinge of like. Well, you know, I mean, if they make something that looks really good. Also, I also like, I'd have, I'll watch a Let's Play and make sure it's, yeah, but <laughs> you're giving it that, you're opening the door, you're like, oh, now. I'm only know, opening the door for a hate fuck. Who, who isn't? <laughs> I, most people who fuck me hate it too. So yeah, like uh, with with Death End Request, I think like I can't like yeah, like it was it was a real funny thing to come to the realization of like, and it's just, like a realization that I have had so much sooner with so many other companies where it's just like, 
your games aren't for me. But this has been like, well, they, yeah. they had that they had that real good run of Neptunia games that were fun and, and that kept me. And man, now, how now, many other games have you played? I've played. I'm trying to, I'm I've trying to played a lot. Mary Skelter, Death and Request. <laughs> Mary Skelter, Death and Request. Uh, Fairy Fencer F. Uh, fuck, there was another one. Dark Rose Valkyrie. Um, oh, right. Oh, man. I've tried. Well, I yeah, think you've I've... given them so many more chances because I never went past Neptunia. You're, so like, you you made the wise and smart decision. I beat the new one, though. The oh, super God. Neptunia RPG. That game is so bad. Like, how that did was... you play? Like, I, I've i tried, like, better. four. I've the tried... first hour of that game is, like, the oh, worst ever. The first hour of that game is, like, just... I can't stop the vomiting. It just won't <laughs> stop. But that was definitely my... Oh, maybe I need to stop buying these spinoffs a moment. Like, even even spinoff NEP is, like, so fucking bottom tier now that it's kind of bumming me out how far they've fallen from, like you said, those Rebirth 3 and 4, or Mega NEP. Yeah, like, like they where they are at like, now, where they are at now does not feel like where they were at. And we also have to look at the fact that the Rebirth games were also developed by Fellow Stella. Yeah, that's something that I was not taking into account. Is that the Rebirth games were not actually by Idea Factory and Compile Heart? They were done by another company called Felistella, who Compile Heart owns a vast majority of. Mm. And, uh, and 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 you can tell that there's not a lot of communication between these two because, like, Rebirth Three in particular had a lot of really good quality of life improvements for those games, and that and that series where it's just like you could do really cool shit, like go into your bestiary, uh, with, with like the touch of one button to find out what enemy drops what, and it was real easy to know where you needed to go and what you needed to do at all times if you were like doing quest stuff and shit. Mm. Like they made that shit super fast, and then you go to Megadeth and none of that shit is there. <laughs> Because it was that that game was internally developed by Idea Factory and Compile Heart, mm. so they didn't actually take any of those lessons or any of that quality of life stuff. So yeah, yeah. have you looked into the have you looked into the Felistella games? Like they have a handful of other stuff after. I've looked, but I've I'm you know no, it's not grabbing you. Just nah, yeah. it's not me. Yeah. Not for me. I don't think. I think that like it's two strategy RPGs. Ugh. Yeah. You're right, Paul. Uh, should give this company another three chances. <laughs> different company, she just said. Have you have you talked to your therapist about this? <laughs> this is a problem. Like, look, I don't want to make light of real issues, but this is an issue. This is a this is a real problem. I mean, I talked I'm... to mine about Spicode. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh fuck! Imagine like putting on a fucking bill. Imagine signing a check. To your therapist and be and putting in the fucking four line, putting sui code and then a, a little winky face. Winky face. Like, Jesus, Jesus Christ, this is the easiest money I ever made. <laughs> yeah, PS1 RPGs weren't always good. That's been an, that was a quick hour. <laughs> I can't. Oh, oh boy. Um, the other thing about Idea Factory is that, like, I don't think a lot of the staff that made Mega yeah, Map was is I, there anymore. Like, the lead writer seems to be gone. Yeah, looking pretty at big. looking at uh, the credits lists from some of their more recent output, uh, going back to Mega Map, 
uh, in particular, like uh, their artist is gone, their lead writer's gone. I think a lot of their key programmers have moved on as well. So uh, yeah. it just sounds like a company that was kind of like a place to stop for a lot of people along the way to other things is what a it real RPG, like. a real company. Yeah, that's really what it sounds more and more like. Uh, and I just like like their output now is just so radically weird and bad in a way that like it just didn't seem like i said i finished fairy fencer f i don't think fairy fencer f is terrible i think it's boring but i don't (laughs) think it's a terrible or a bad game i think that there were smart decisions in its battle system and there was some genuinely funny writing in it but it ultimately was a boring game with this it's just like you want me to what i'm not doing that again you're really selling me yeah, I'm trying to, believe me. Yeah, Death End Request, super good. Look for it on my Game of the Year list, for sure. <laughs> Facebook's a great invention. Uh, I got on it uh, while we were on break, and I found out three people died. Three, oh. famous, three famous actors died. Oh, shit. I know that a rapper died this morning. I know that Big Bird died... Uh, yeah. A couple hours ago, and Rene Rene Aubergeois from Star Trek. Some, yeah, something. Mm. I think Deep Deep Space Nine. Yeah, yeah. Woof. So I, as soon as I saw it, I almost like exclaimed, "Oh my god, Big Bird died!" And I'm like, you know, it'll probably really fucking pump everybody up. A beloved childhood figure's death. Hey, everybody! Welcome back. Life. <laughs> what? Let's inject. Let's inject a little life into the party. With with death. I mean, what better way to inject life into a party than with death? You know what? We're all of an age that, you know, I heard, like, I, I, I saw an article. They are talking about, like, you know, like, we're, we might finally be able to make ourselves functionally immortal. And the response was something like, millennials tell all you motherfuckers how bad we want to die and you won't even let us have it. <laughs> I respect that. Hi, everyone. It's a fun conversation, so I'm gone. Yeah, about death. That's great. Death kicks that. Dude, death is badass. Nobody talks about how cool it is. (laughs) People don't talk about how hot it is either. Dude, I would fuck death. Honestly. (laughs) I mean, that happens in, like, some Marvel comics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's the whole thing with Thanos. He's like... Dude, God, fucking death would suck my dick if I had all, all these rocks. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, so, Sam, do you have uh, anything else you'd like to uh, bring to the, to the table, or are we gonna push it back the old fire? No, I was definitely. I just, uh, I have some more dead celebrities. Oh, okay. Oh my God. Just... <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let's have ourselves no, a, a good, healthy gut laugh about more dead celebrities. Yeah, uh, let me see who else is dead. Uh, Don <laughs> Adams, the voice of Inspector Gadget, he's still dead. Yep. Died in 2001. Yep. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, Hitler. <laughs> Very dead. Very yeah, dead. Are we sure? That, um, probably, that one's probably for the best. No, I mean, come on. Let's not let's not say things we can't take back. I never <laughs> let's not speak ill of the dead. <laughs> yeah, come on. Let's come on. Little Twitch. respect, fire. Twitch, Sorry. bam, ban him. Uh, Rue McClanahan, definitely dead. Unfortunate, old, unfortunate. Old, old and dead. God bless her dead soul. Mm-hmm. Estelle Getty, also dead. 
Oh, extremely bad. Uh, Crash Bandicoot Trilogy, I played that game. Hey, um, it's not dead! No, uh, no. I thought no, you were going to say Crash Bandicoot was dead. Crash Bandicoot, <laughs> dead Crash, as a never dies. Crash is dead as a doornail. Coco is still alive, I guess. With her... Does she, remember when all you had to do to make a female a character was give her a laptop and it's like, she's smart. Yeah. Oh, I God. thought... She, yeah, I was thinking blonde hair and boobs. Well, it oh, worked for Donkey man, Kong and it worked for Crash, Yeah. So. God, man. Game, video game designers were horny as fuck. And I mean, they like, really what, wanted what the fuck animals. Were? They really Did wanted ever... the fuck animals. They wanted to justify that. Who didn't want a fucking animal in the 90s? <laughs> and also currently, I mean, like... 2019, everybody's a furry. Come on. God bless America. I, I, no, uh, Crash Bandicoot uh, re- reignited. That's whatever, who cares? Reigniting, referring to your seething lust for Crash Bandicoot. God, God I want to pull them little blue jeans down and see what he's got packing. He's so stupid, all the thoughts gotta go to his dick. <laughs> He's kind of—he's kind of just naturally shaped like a dick. Yeah, he totally is. He's just like—you just feel like you could like—I don't know—like if you rub up on his little like gingerly little sides, you could, like make him come at a little head of his. He's, and then he goes just and every time he comes. Of course, what else is he gonna say? Whoa! <laughs> Fucking! I quit. Straight. I'm done. This podcast is over. <laughs> so I'm you're playing—you're playing the Crash trilogy. Yes, it's a good games, and um, I don't know. Uh, it, it, a pretty good set of games. Um, uh, I want to play them. I, I, I kind of liked Jack and Baxter, so I want to go back and play Crash at some point. Absolutely. Um, I did not really like the first Crash Bandicoot, and I replayed it on the Reignited. Or the, Jesus Christ, the Insane Trilogy. Fuck yeah, the Reignited face. thing is Spyro. Re- Spyro oh, yeah. Yeah, there's not a fire pun in this thing about a fucking brain-dead marsupial for some reason. I don't understand it. So, uh, no, the the um, Insane Trilogy, I think, is the probably the best way to play the first game. I don't know about the second and the third. Some of the... It, it, it's really fun, like, but I don't know if it like is better than the second and the third game on PS1. Mm-hmm. The first game, definitely. The, the yeah, the first... Really, the first crash on PS One is really rough now. Absolutely, it's it's not the best, um, but it, it it's very clearly they're trying. Yeah, they're doing their best, and it it it's something that has become charming. It was so charming, like who the fuck couldn't have loved it? Yeah. And I also got the reignited trilogy and played that Re- again. Really good. Um, I think the issue that I had was the third game, like is definitely the roughest of the three. It's like clearly created on a deadline. And it, it, the original one for PS1 in uh, Spyro 3, Year of the Dragon, which I I've, I think I've tricked myself into thinking is the best, even though it's the one with the most, like, hey, this side quest sucks. But, oh, like, God. That, like, that's that was my problem with uh, the Spyro series in general. It's like, I always admired the breadth and, and the scope of the worlds they were creating on the PS1, like, that's incredible, but I feel that, like, those games were weighed down by so many side quests and mini games that I hate because they're all timed and bullshitty. <laughs> in, 
in the second one, it's like, hey, we've come up with a couple of side quests, and a couple of them are repeated or whatever. But then there's cute stuff, like in the second one, where the professor wants you to find his pencil, and Jesus Christ, that sounded really sad and not fun. The professor <laughs> wants you to find his pencil. It's a fun little game. Um, he gives you, you do this like trading mini game where he gives you an item and you have to find like set pieces in the level that you interact with and you have to, I guess the, the challenge was like terrible polygons and trying to tell what the item you have is yeah. and, and what the, what the, the thing in the level is you're supposed to send it to. Mm. Like you get a seed, you give it to like this potted plant. The potted plant creates a giant flower who spits out a rubber duck. The rubber duck you give to a little duck that's floating in the pond gives it, it I could go on. It doesn't matter, but it's, it's cute. Like you interact with the environment. It's fun. And then in the third one, it's just like, you know what game is fun? Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Have you ever thought about playing it but not fun? Here's, here's our take on <laughs> oh, it. Oh, no! Wait, the I'm, third Crash or the third Spyro? Third Spyro. Third Spyro. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm jumping around like a, like, a gotcha. kang- like a kangaroo. Speaking of which, you have to play as a bunch of different animals and one's a kangaroo. Yep. And it, that, that one's not so bad. And then there's one that's a monkey who's like... Oh, God, it's terrible! Yeah, he, yeah he's... he's like, they, they made it into like... They, they improved the controls on it, but he was like a shooter, and it was... They, they made like a shitty Doom level based on oh, him. Oh, yeah. It was, it was the epitome of throw every thing at the wall and see what sticks yeah i gotta tell you when half of your game doesn't stick that, that's that's a problem with crash 3 as well is that it has a lot of those deviations and... it has a lot of those deviations and variety but at the same time like typically they're fairly like oh cool i'm in a plane in this level whatever and i think i give it more slack probably because i I played that game when I got out of surgery when I was a kid, so mm. it, it holds a place in my heart. Gotcha. Uh, th- yeah, yeah. Th- I got out of surgery. They uh, they uh, ungayed me. My mom, my mom made me. <laughs> oh my god. Over. My mom, my mom said, "You're gonna be gay if I don't fix you." So they sent me to the doctor, <laughs> and they cut it out of me. Um. Anyway, I love my mother so much and her wonderful Christian upbringing and how healthy it is. Anyway, so anyway, Spyro is a good game series. Okay, okay, okay. I've got, I've got the, I've got the, I've got the mega take now. All right, Tiny Brain, Spyro, Big Brain, Crash, Thunder Brain, Ape Escape. Mm, I like it. Brain, Galaxy Brain, Jumping Flash. Jumping Flash. Jumping Flash. Jumping Flash feels like a game that you would play at Chuck E. Cheese. Galaxy Brain. Galaxy Brain. Pandemonium. I'm sorry, Ape Escape is galaxy brain to me, because I will tell you one thing. I want every one of those apes to give me a big hug. That game's great. I was driving my niece home the other day, and she's a baby. Uh, Her name's uh, two years old, and uh, let me think. What was she saying? Oh, yeah, she saw my air freshener, and she said, said, you know, monkey. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, you moron? Well, as it turns out, my air freshener's Donkey Kong. Oh. And she pointed to it, and I said, it's a monkey. And she told me it was a monkey. And I was like, he's a gorilla, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Like you should. I was, God, I, I hate I, these I, fake gamer girls. Dude, if another typical fake gamer girl, what, do you want me to buy your bathwater? Well, I'm going to do it, <laughs> but I'm going to fucking hate you. So I slammed on the brakes so you 
fucking jostle oh, some geez. sense of that goddamn fat head of hers. Jumping uh, Flash feels great. It doesn't feel like a gameplay of Chuck E. Cheese. Thank you. I One didn't thing. say that's a bad thing. I mean, like, that's... it. it, it it's not a bad... Like, that sounds really like I'm damning it with faint praise, yeah. but it feels like a giant arcade game that it's like, holy fuck, how am I playing this in real life? But okay. it's exciting, and it's just... Thank I you. wish I could clarify more. That's not a bad thing. Jumping Flash makes okay. dick. But, like, I just love that feeling of it's a first-person perspective, and you're playing as this character, and it's this big world, and you're like, how is this possible to fit on a game? And I'd love me, to imagine it being, like, in one of those arcade cabinets where the, the seat is part of the cabinet, and it, like, co- closes around you, like the Jurassic oh, Park God. thing, and you just step in, and you're in Jumping Flash. Yeah, and it jumps you when you jump, <laughs> and it's like, oh, dude, that... Fucking... And it goes up through the ceiling, yeah. St- hold on, st- hold on, stop the podcast. We're going to sell this <laughs> to Sony. We're going to make, make Tell millions. Exact, so for their great jumping flash. <laughs> the great jumping Actual flash reality. revival of 2020. Please, okay, Jesus, we're going to make a new jumping better flash than for... Phone revival. We're going to make a new jumping flash for PlayStation VR. It's going to come with a chair that launches you into the ceiling. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Thousands murdered today. <laughs> what could have gone <laughs> wrong? Where did it go online. wrong? All their blood splattered out of the <laughs> ceiling like they're Johnny Depp and Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> um, so anyway, Spiral Reignited was alright. Um, and then I really, I had this planned. I was like, oh wow, that's so great. They remade Crash Team Racing. I oh no, that. That's so fun. And I was like, I'll buy it later. And then I see, now announcing microtransactions, and I'm like, uh, Activision, you couldn't fucking help yourself. <laughs> like, they it's got like, two out, they got two out, and they were jonesing. Dude, it was, somebody had a fucking needle in their arm, and they're like, fucking put them in there! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's insane. It's like a dog that can't stop pissing in the house. It's just, it, it's like, I'm trying my best. It did, it had two it did two great days, and it had a third really good day, and everybody's like, I'm so proud of you, Charlie, and then at <laughs> fucking zero hour, when everyone's really happy, it's like, oh no, I can't help myself, and it just pisses all over the house on my on the fucking flowers and kills them with its fucking stinky-ass dog piss, and it fucking ruins everything. Like, I'm sorry, if you release a fucking game and people love it, and they're like, that's so great! You know what you shouldn't do is be like, hey, you know what people might like more if you could spend IRL dollary dues on this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They think, you know what we'd love more if we made more money? Yeah. Okay, look, I feel that I'm not going to say anything controversial. I think maybe (laughs) capitalism's gone a touch too far. (laughs) (laughs) If, if, If you're going to tell me it's like, hey, you know, you can unlock all these fun costumes. I'm like, that's great. And they're like, by the way, we've now revamped the system so that you can... The only way to do this correctly is to buy hundreds of dollars to make Crash Bandicoot look like Santa Claus. <laughs> hey, I have a wild idea. Kill yourselves. I'm not <laughs> buying your fucking game, you snake oil salesman. <laughs> Uh, that's I cannot believe. Uh, I mean, I could believe. It, I can believe that, it absolutely. I'm, I'm astonished that they couldn't help themselves. That's it's like it's like Augustus Gloop going to like drink all the chocolate <laughs> out of the fucking lake. It's like 
I just can't, I can't help myself, Mr. Walker. I'm so fucking fat. <laughs> and I cannot wait for them to finally get stuck in the tube and the Oompa Loompas have to get their big fucking, their big fucking dish brushes to push his ass through it. I, it's so goddamned disrespectful. Like, I cannot understand how... I'm sorry, if you are in any leadership position in Activision, and you're like, okay, what is the thing people make fun of us for? Yeah, you know, we, uh, we, we're money grubber, whatever. Well, we made this great game that everyone loves. What if, a wild concept, we included a thing that everyone hates, that <laughs> is only in existence to steal money from literal children... Wouldn't that be a great idea? Fantastic. And, then, and everyone in the boardroom applauded. And it turns out that game developer's name, Albert Einstein. Mm, <laughs> yep. Damn. So, Albert, yeah, I, Albert got us again. God damn it. I knew that fucking shifty-haired little bitch. Oh, God damn what an him asshole. Sticking his tongue out on every college poster on every insufferable cunt. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> dude. No, it's funny because he's smart, but he's kind of, he's got a wild side. He's kind wild of like, and wacky, dude. You might as well put up a fucking poster of the Big Bang Theory next to it. <laughs> Buzzinga. Yeah, but dude. Oh my God! Now we have to stop. <laughs> no, no, <hold> on. <laughs> no. Dig the hole deeper. No, you guys see the new episode of Young Sheldon or what the fuck ever probably exists? No, nope. no we didn't. No, no we didn't. <laughs> we very <laughs> did not. Oh, no, me, yeah, me either. That, that shit sucks. <laughs> no, I, if you, uh, ask me to name three characters on that show. Don't. Name three characters on that show. Uh, Horace. Um, we have no way of knowing. I have no way of confirming this. Blind Joe. Uh huh. Inky. Yeah, boom. Nailed it. Nailed it. Completely yeah. wow. nailed it. We're all certain. Yep. I'm so I'm so, I, I was a little upset when they murdered Blind Joe in the first season. Okay, our good our good pal Iffy says that she put up a giant Doctor Wiley logo instead. I think. That Dude, I would I would fucking put up a Doctor Wiley logo anywhere. Yeah, and then, and then anytime a woman looks at me, I'd wiggle my eyebrows. They'd be like, "Oh, that guy's a fucking pest." <laughs> do you think women react? Now I know we're supposed to talk about Vimeo, James, but do you think women would react well if I wiggled my eyebrows at them more often? Absolutely. Well, I can't think of anything that gets a woman going more than eyebrow wiggling. Paul, Paul speaking as a woman, speaking if I wiggled, I, not me. You're you're the woman. I I'm am. Not. There you go. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. I didn't mean to surprise you. No. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, if I wiggled my eyebrows at you, how many times would you fuck me on a scale of nine to ten? <laughs> Sixteen. Sixteen. That's off, that's easily. That's off the goddamn charts. Exactly. You need to wiggle eyebrows more often. That's all it takes. Throw them eyebrows. Are you just overcome up. with lust every time you like get to the fortress levels in a Mega Man game? Absolutely. <laughs> Just can't like, oh, take man. it! Can't take it! I always have to pause it. <laughs> and I mean, like, if, and then I go clean up, and then we start the level again. And he fucking does it again. I'm like, God damn, you sexy old bitch. <laughs> Give me that wrinkled Peter. Slap it on up inside me. <laughs> you, know, you know, maybe sex was a mistake. <laughs> Uh, so I, 
I do have a bunch of games that I've kind of wanted to play because I bought a PS4 last Christmas. Oh my god, it was last Christmas. Holy shit, you had it a year? Oh my god, I fucking shoot. Well, I've been playing it, like, so I, I have been, but I also was like, hey, everybody, buy me PS4 games for Christmas. They're like, you're functionally an adult, and I'm like, the the fact that they legally allow me to take care of myself is criminal. <laughs> <laughs> So I played through the King Kingdom Hearts, the story so far, and I got to birth by sleep, and I'm like, uh -oh. I, I, I like it, but I'm just like, I'm also achievement hunting, and I'm like, oh, okay. That's I've, a lot of Kingdom Hearts to be playing. Oh, I know. Well, I also, well, this was also like a couple months ago. I'm like, all right, let's take a nice big break, because I also bought Kingdom Hearts 3, which I've done incredibly well to not get any information on so far. Nice. Like, I've, I've, I've avoided the fuck out of it, and I'm really happy. Please don't... Dude, if, if somebody tells me Xehanort's in this game, I'm going to be so fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Eris Please dies. Please... Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> say psych right now. I, I can't. I can't. God, fuck, God, she, she, I've got bad news for you. They're re-releasing Kingdom Hearts 3 next month. Oh, I saw. Don't, don't, you know, hey, guess what? Don't worry, I won't buy it. It's DLC, I, I, actually. They're releasing... Uh, they're releasing Remind. Remind is DLC. It's not a re-release. You can play oh. as the girl. For, you can play yeah. as Kyrie for the first time in 20 years. You can play as Kyrie for five seconds. Hooray! Thanks, Square. Now, dude, the fucking SJWs at Square making me play as a girl for ten minutes? I am so angry about that. You know, there's two genders, male and political. <laughs> <laughs> that story so, so far collection has almost gotten me, like, five times. Oh my god. Almost! almost because, I, like, see, the thing is, here's the thing about Kingdom Hearts. Secretly, it's big and stupid, right? Yeah. What, what am I known for? What am I known for loving? I'm big known for loving big and stupid. Wait, I thought that was my thing. <laughs> no, I thought that's why you had me on the podcast. That's why I have him on podcast, because he's very big and very stupid. That's not a nice thing to say. It's not. It's really not. But Rhett's penis is also big and stupid. Yeah, it's Doom stupid. Doom 2016, the big and stupid. Doom 2016. Stupid the bruise it leaves in your mouth. See, like, but yeah, that fucking, that, that Story So Far collection, it keeps getting cheaper. So, like, it was like, it, it came out and it was like 50 bucks. And then, like, two months later, Amazon's like, hey, it's it's 45 now. <laughs> then, My hey, dog, hey, it's I, 35. I, hey, it's I, $20. I bought this fucking thing on eBay last year for $30. Yep, and I and I, you know what? One, two, three. Hold on, let me count vividly. R.I.P. Big Bird taught me how to count. One, <laughs> two. Shout out three. to the homie. <laughs> Shout out to my homie, BB. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. So about six games, and then uh, three three interactive cutscenes because they didn't feel like remaking them again. Yeah. Um. Got that it boy howdy. I was like, oh fuck, I can play three fifty eight without getting it on DS and then they're like, hey, do you want to watch the cutscenes? I'm like, not really. <laughs> um, I bought I I finished um I finished Kingdom Hearts one and then I did go out and buy Chain of Memories and three fifty eight over two days. <laughs> I beat Chain of Memories and I got to the Riku story and I said, Ah, that's cool, I'm out. Not oh no, the Riku story is so good though. And it's, it's short. I'm, I, 
I completely, I'm certain that it is. The issue yeah. I have is that card battle system can suck my balls. <laughs> I have. All right, okay, okay. Here's here's my arc with it. I played Kingdom Hearts one last year. I, I liked it. I liked the story. I played Chain of Memories this year. I really liked it because I really, really liked the card fighting. Jesus, <laughs> how do you, you like the worst parts of everything? <laughs> and the story is good too. I really like Namine. So I'm really, I'm probably so at the current rate, I'll play Kingdom Hearts two next year. And then 358 in 2021. <laughs> and then by, like, 2025, I'll be caught up with Kingdom Hearts. And then... Uh, yeah, they might have a new one out Yeah, they then. might have four four out by 2025. I yeah. wouldn't count it. Count on it. Namora, <laughs> this is what I'm saying about the collection, though, Polly. It's not about how much it costs. It's about the time it would take to play six games. But I've yeah. played the Trails series... I've played eight games you? in the Trails series in <laughs> I, two years. I just had a big brain explode moment where you equated Kingdom Hearts to Trails in some fashion. It is, and I'm it, angry. It, they are comparable to due to the fact that they are both ongoing narratives that are long and stretched out through various means and various forms of media. Yeah, it's one continuous shonen manga, basically. Yeah. I think the writing in Trails is a little more consistent and Trails, thought out and planned ahead listen, listen, than listen. literally anything in Kingdom Hearts. Listen, I can appreciate these things for different reasons. For the same way that I can appreciate Final Fantasy 13 for not being this big, incredible, meaningful thing, I can appreciate it being big and dumb. I can appreciate Kingdom Hearts being big and dumb. Yeah, I really liked how those two stories played out. I'm really excited to play two and really excited for 358 because I've kept listening to the sat that one of the the new main lady in 358 lady character has a song that's very sad and it makes me like care about her a lot. So I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. I love yes, her. John loves sad women. Yes. Nami Nami Day and Chain of Memories is very good cuz she's like I'll... she kind of does like sort of evil things but she feels bad about it and that's like, oh, that's my everything. Has that ever been used in a Japanese form of media? I wasn't certain. It's good. I'm really excited yeah. for 2 eventually. Yeah, is 2 the next it. one you're playing? Yeah, that's next one. I have no idea. I'm really invested in playing two now because I loved all the new Org 13 characters they introduced in Chain of Memories. I was like, oh, good. Hey, don't don't worry, buddy. There's a few more. Excellent. (laughs) See, if the story story so far hits like that $15, $10 price tag, I'm probably in. I'm probably. See, like, I I almost got it this past weekend, but I was like, nah, man. Tales of Vesperia is probably better. Give me your fucking address live on the stream. I'll send you the goddamn game, you cheap ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Does anybody want to get Polly a Christmas present? A, you know, a wink and a nod. <laughs> Jesus, fucking dropping hints over oh, here. Oh, God, no, 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 no. I'm really self-conscious about that. Please don't even joke okay. about that. Polly, okay. Polly deleted everything off her Steam wish list like a week before her birthday. <laughs> yeah, like, I really am against, like, that, like, I don't ever want to feel like I'm asking for anything. No, I get well, you. Okay, no, understandable, totally understand. Okay. I, however, have no such scruples. <laughs> I would like someone to, uh, nah, I don't have anything I want. I, you know what I, you know what I want out of life? A good smile, a handshake, and a nice dinner when I come home. Aww. And titties. Oh, absolutely, if you fucking bury my fucking face in some big old melons I'll be fine 
I ain't going to complain about that motherfucker. So what I was essentially thinking is I, I have several <laughs> games that I'm not certain if I, like, what order I should play them in. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Here, uh, I, I, Mega Man Legacy Collection I can uh, throw in the dumpster because I've played all of these games to a troubling degree, so I don't know why I requested that being bought this. And he did, <laughs> you know what? Let's Plays on his channel. You can go find those. He played every mm -hmm. single one of them there. Samurai yeah. Karasu. Look that up. Yeah, yeah, every one of them but 9 and 10 because I didn't feel like figuring out how to capture card work, and then I stopped because I I felt like I wasn't good at doing them anymore. And that's that's how I like to do things, is do things, and a couple people enjoy them, and then eventually I'm like, oh, I'm self-conscious and not good anymore. I'll stop. And they're like, we miss you. I'm like, sorry, Aww. I'm too depressed. <laughs> that's why I stopped writing. Spoiler alert. Doesn't make me feel better seeing comments that are like, hey, I wonder if you're ever going to finish this. And I'm like, I hope so, but probably not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Let's uh, laugh at our depression. It's it's uh, better that way. Hey, Polly, uh, did you delete one of your unfinished Let's Plays recently, by the way? <laughs> yes, I did. Speaking oh, somebody, just so you know, somebody noticed. <laughs> oh, who noticed? Wait, which one? Me. That's what I was saying. Which one? I was like, wait a minute. Didn't you delete um, Labyrinth of Toho? Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, yeah. Goes. There was a technical issue with that one, though, that I, it won't let me finish it. Like, I would have okay. to replay the whole game again. God. It's oh. oh, a bummer. I have, um... I, I deleted my entire YouTube the other week. Oh, no! Just, like, fuck it, bye. I actually almost did that out of spite, and then I was like, but what about the people who enjoy watching this? And then the next synapse in my brain fired, and I thought... They've already watched it, and they've gotten out of it what they need. No, because I've... there are a few of your videos I actually return to around Christmas time. Oh my god, why? They... Christmas? But, yeah, fuck? one of them was, came out close to Christmas. It was a video that you did uh, with Fresno uh, that makes me fucking laugh every time. Oh, I th uh, yeah, I remember. He was really fucking... It was, oh, a it was a Mega Man and base video, and yeah, yeah. I've seen that, yeah. Is yeah, the Dark Souls Let's Play gone now, Rhett? Yeah, oh. literally, the channel's gone right now. I think oh. I can restore it. <laughs> That's a big thing. I've got a lot of that stuff backed up if I ever wanted to, but the cop of shit was like, man, fuck off YouTube, seriously. Yeah, I get you. I just assume my channel's gonna get tits up, and I'll be like, well, fuck it, I wouldn't do anything with it anyway. Yeah, so long uh, as they don't actually sue you for $40,000 per infringing video, you're good. Hey, hey, guess what, YouTube? Suck my dick. We're all poor. <laughs> Who cares? I'm sorry, does Google need more of my money? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you know what, Google, do your worst. Fucking release my search history, I don't care. I like Women with massive knockers. Everyone knows it. You fucking pigs. I don't care. I'm a fucking. <laughs> what other games are on your list? Oh, uh, near Automata. That uh, game's good. Game. Top of the list. I, Top of the list. Yeah, I, I heard that's like a real four out of ten, so I figured I'd pick it up and just you know probably kind of a waste of time. But uh, I also feel really guilty because a friend of mine has bought me, like, really nice gifts. Like, he bought me an anime series that I haven't watched, oh, and a game oh, that no. I watched. But see, that's the thing, is you shouldn't feel obligated when somebody buys you media. I feel that media is not an obligation. It is a, it is a treat for you to enjoy when you are in the correct mindset. Uh, I have not been in the correct mindset for about two years. I'm like, maybe I should watch that video on YouTube I've already watched three times. That'll be right. <laughs> I, I am. I live 
essentially in what is just a giant centrifuge. I'm like, maybe if I just do this again and I'll spin it around in my big fat brain, I'll be like, oh, I like that again. I'm glad he said the thing a second time. I'm, I'm like a human baby. <laughs> a human guess, baby. I, okay. Yeah, I guess, I guess adult baby was the phrase I was going for. This is relatable. Forgot, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hashtag relatable content. Um, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, Near Automata, I heard so many good things about it. And my sister and brother-in-law went to get it for me for Christmas. And they said, we're going to buy you the uh, special edition. And we thought, you know, you're, you're, you deserve something nice. And then we went to see how much it was. And it was Woo-hoo! approximately... $1,000, and they said, you know what? Maybe next year. And don't I said, love you that much. You know, don't worry. Everyone in my family, when they open their gifts, they get the same message from me. I love you, but I hope you didn't expect anything good. <laughs> Actually, I got my brother-in-law um, uh, uh, a Freddy Krueger glove signed by Robert Englund, which That's... is really hard to do. He, do. he doesn't do a lot of conventions, so it's probably hard to get an opportunity to get him to sign something. That's real cool. Yeah, I, uh, he got a Jason mask signed and hung it up in their new house. And I was like, we can't have Freddy without. We can't have Jason without Freddy for Pete's sake. Pardon my French, but I think it's a good idea. And they also bought a copy of the Shining script that was, in as many air quotes as humanly possible, signed by Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> and I, I looked at it, and it was also framed in glass. And the first thing I said to my sister was. What's the deal with the fake script? <laughs> <laughs> and she looked so disgusted. Aww. She's like, he bought it, and I don't know why he thought it was real. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that, oh, man. I've never felt smugger and happier than somebody <laughs> made a bad purchase. I don't know why. I was really Just happy. rub somebody's face all up in it. I didn't even say anything to him because I feel like that's worse. Because I could have right. come up to him and like that's clearly fake. Instead, I looked at it and then I just walked past it. I was like, "Yeah, the Jason mask is pretty sharp." <laughs> but Near Automata looks really good. I've heard, heard, I heard, I heard a couple things. It might be a, it might be a, you know, decent game, I suppose. It is. I, it is a Soxcast game of the year. So fuck off. No, the fuck it isn't. No, those people, no, those, those people are paid off shills. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> Big games bought them off years ago. You can't trust their opinions. <laughs> Moon pie bought us off. Moon pies. Yeah, what a time to be alive. Um, but yeah, I have Kingdom Hearts three. Eventually, I'll probably play that. And all I've heard is a little bit of people being like, "This game's disappointing." I'm like, "Well, that's good. I'm glad I've already gotten my view." Well, some fucking idiot on the internet said it. Maybe it'll be good, or it won't. No, I've, 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 I've like only heard positive. Like the the, yeah, the people Jesus. that I follow, and the, like the people that I follow are just genuinely enthused. Like, but see, the thing is, like, I genuinely follow people that are generally pretty. Like, yeah, they they will criticize, and they you know they do have smart criticism about things, but it's not always I need to be in criticized mode. Sometimes it's just like, man. This thing is real big and dumb and fun, and I love it. Yeah, that's, and that's what that's, I got from Kingdom Hearts three uh, from people uh, that I, love, I know. I love big dumb. I yeah. love I me big dumb mad, but fun dumb dumb. There Yay! You go. There you go. 
So excuse, I, I apologize. I, uh, that was the other game I was talking and thinking about. Uh, my fr- I, I was I thought I had a point, but I didn't. I never do. Yeah, but my yeah. friend uh, bought me something for my often played console that's not the PS4, the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Which if you put, I don't even know if it's still hooked up. But he got me Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE, mm-hmm. and. It looks so fucking good. It looks right up my alley. I think that the main like uh, the the character that's allied with you is voiced by um, Sugita, mm-hmm. the guy who plays uh, Gintoki and Gintama, and I love that it, the boy. And I don't know anything about anime, so I found like a fucking asshole. But he's the best voice actor. He's got this deep ass voice, and he has like a gaming podcast he does with another voice actor mm-hmm. in Japan. Which is where they live, those anime boys. Yeah, like, uh, Japanese people tend to live in Japan. Dude, I, you know, and the fucking liberal media will try and have you believe otherwise. I know. I'm glad, I'm glad this podcast is willing to say things that the Illuminati are not comfortable hearing. But, apparently, there was something where uh, uh, Tomokazu Sugeta, this great Japanese voice actor, I guess heard about like some other voice actors bullying this dude that got a job with them, and he was like, "Oh boy, I'll be in this new anime," and they fucked with him, and they were like, "No, you're just gonna be our like janitor, and like you have to do embarrassing things around the world," and they humiliated this dude. And Sugita heard about it with these other voice actors pranking this dude, and they were on this big event show, and he fucking cold shouldered and did not speak to the people who fucked goofed on this dude the entire time and at some point they were like hey what's going on and they like patted him on the shoulder and it their hands slid off and just zero reaction it was so fucking smooth especially like japan is so like shame based yeah like there's a lot of conformity uh to things like that uh and the fact that he's he like and he also had that dude like on his podcast like some nobody like some guy who was trying to get into the anime voice acting business right right and he had him on to like talk about his experience getting like fucked with by all these creepy japanese weirdos and i really that's super cool so anyway yeah tokyo mirage sessions yeah. so it has <laughs> a character in it that's voiced by someone that's a good uh, video 10, game. Star, I, 10 stars I, I saw somebody stream that game it looked pretty good it's like, hey, do you like Persona games? You're probably gonna like this. And, and like, I think the only problem is it's also like, isn't the idol culture great? And I'm like, oh uh, boy, oh uh, boy, uh, bad idea. Yeah. And you know what's really healthy? Idolization of the idols. Oh boy, oh boy. What's that? You were caught holding someone's hand. Better shave your head and beg for forgiveness. This is okay, I guess. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's also like that happened in Persona Five, where like there's all those little moments of like, which is, I love that game because it's so much like, dude, fuck culture, like fuck all these motherfuckers that are on. T- that game may as well have been subtitled "Eat the Rich." That game. That game's ass. got an attitude and, and a worldview I can get behind to a degree. Yeah. That game's like, hey, the rich and powerful are fucking up people and being real pieces of shit. Let's break their brains and make them sob for forgiveness, then slap them in the dick. 
It's great. I love that shit. Well, Persona 5 has this moment where you think that it's like saying something about this girl who wants to be an idol, but then it's like, no, it was just this bad cameraman. She's gonna, like, it's that I... sentence voice here in, in anime where it's like, and I'm gonna try my best to be the fucking Onisama that you want the most in your life. And everyone's like, yay, she's a thing. I love that we got a, a, a subscription right when you were saying that. Just because it ripped a big old fart, and it was perfect. Oh, fuck you, fucking animal! That's good you every and... time. Just despicable. despicable. I, I don't know why I'm like dicks and cunts and tits, and you're like I farted. I'm like that's disgusting. That's so. So, so what other games are on your list? Let's speed through the last few. Sure. We've got to move. Sure. we got to move. I'm, I'm sorry. Not a problem, not a problem, but let's go. Uh, like, uh, wonderful, wonderful 101. Good game. game. Oh, God damn. I really want to play that, but I can't. <laughs> it's Because I have my Wii U taken from me. I'll never be able to play it unless I, got, unless I buy a Wii U or borrow one. Probably just borrow one. Continue. I'm I'm sorry. I just that was the saddest I've ever heard someone no. about a Wii U. I know. I, I was it's this. The... I was a lot sadder when I bought mine. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at it. I was like, Oh no! Oh, oh, oh. oh! I just went home and drank a bottle of bleach. Well, um, I don't know. Like, I want to play Wonderful 101, but I also. It's the most first world problem of I don't really want to turn the console on and I don't want to get the big fucking stupid pad out and play around. Oh, I, I just, completely understand that though. It's just like oh, I don't yeah. want to deal with this big clunky hunk of shit. And I also have Bayonetta one and two on Wii U. And oh, I'm there like, you go. Are, these are amazing games. Why can't I just you know like I, I I want to just get my controller out and play. I don't want to fucking drag my fucking pubes across this silly little screen and make her fucking wiggle her tits and also <laughs> that sounds like something you specifically would want to do because I, it's you I, I would absolutely enjoy, I'd be like oh my goodness that woman's breasts moved I would be this is a fascinating game and I I will I will conclude the discussion on Bayonetta with this nothing is funnier to me the somebody talking to Kamiya or what the fuck ever and saying on Twitter something like how do you feel about all the hentai about Bayonetta and his response is Stop making her submissive. Fucking yeah, that's so good. That's so fucking, good. Fucking kill shot. He killed that, it. Like that is the response it. right there. Dude, he's, he's fucking right. Like that's also like, man, Japan really likes submissive women, and so I think somebody in this call does too. But uh, I don't know. I think like <laughs> I, I like women that are in danger. I'm like, I think there might be women in danger. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You're yeah, fucked. like, Kamiya is very, very, like, open about that kind of thing, as is uh, Katara Uchikoshi, who does the Zero Escape games, and most recently, I, the Somnium Files, it's just like, you're seeing more progressive views kind of come out of uh, uh, a lot of Japanese developers that kind of, like, stand in, uh, that stand the opposite of some of the kind of the uglier things that we see from games like Persona, uh, where we still can't quite grasp that LGBT oh, people are more than oh, just the, a joke. Um, that yeah. fucking Ryuji scene, like, per Persona Royal would be a day one purchase if they're like, hey, uh, you know that, uh, really terrible scene where the fucking, uh, the trans fellas hit on Ryuji? We cut it. No, they're they probably gonna double down on it. Oh no! Yeah, those are those are your new confidants. 
<laughs> oh no! And then they drop a big. You know, if they cut that scene out, they should drop a mission accomplished banner, and then we should just play Born in the USA, and everyone applauds and buys Persona Five Royal. Cool. Uh, anything else, or are we moving on? No, I think that's all I've got to say. All I, right. Thank you. Thank you for letting me talk. Hey, that's what we, we have you on a podcast because we want you to talk. I was you, I, Jesus, I thought you were like, shut the fuck up. This is a podcast, not a, it's a library, not a fucking <laughs> museum, you cunt. <laughs> it's not a library, it's a museum. Yeah, I said that, and I was like, God, I hope nobody heard that. What? The words <laughs> are coming out, the words just <laughs> fell out like such diarrhea, but here we are. Yeah, a lot of people compare me to a lot of shit. Yeah, like like I have you in my phone as diarrhea. So, yeah. <laughs> so do my parents. <laughs> <laughs> and in your mom's case, it's literal. Hey, John Thayer. Hi. That was a hurtful thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of diarrhea, um, so I saw Frozen two in theaters. Oh no! And I know you all. And I know you all want to talk about this. Oh boy. So, what's y'all's experience with Frozen? I've not seen that it. you talked about the first one a fucking lot. Yeah, the, yeah, and you talked about the first one a lot in 2013 when it came out, and it was fa- fucking fantastic. As we all know, Frozen was a great movie. I took my niece and nephew to see it in the theaters, and I asked my nephew, "I was like, I hope you like that movie. I know there were some girls in it." And he goes, "That's okay. There were boys too." And I was like, "Thank God you got the right message from that. You moron." <laughs> <laughs> I just really like those funny singing trolls. I would like to buy toys of those. Thank you, Disney. Um, I did see the movie. I did see the movie, and then I, we, I got back, and I was like, can we... It was around Christmas, so I was like, can I find some, like, niece-nephew cousin, young niece-nephew cousin to take with me so I have an excuse to see it again? And then we did. We found some other people like, all right, come with me. We're going to go see Frozen. Some, someone come see Frozen with me again. So I really liked Frozen. Um... I didn't like Frozen 2. That's the new one that came out. I was very disappointed by the fact that I didn't like it. Uh, I saw it with a friend. Um, but... At first, I just really like show tunes. I really like musicals, y'all. I really like good, fun, oh. Disney-style musicals where they mm-hmm. they sing about their feelings. And th- this is... Like... When I talk about Nintendo or Disney, I'm like, you can get this kind of experience elsewhere if you just go and look. This is, you can, there aren't really a lot of other places that are doing like big musicals is the thing. Like this is actually something where like, if I want kind of a Disney style musical, there's not a lot of other places that are doing that kind of thing. What about that Cats movie? <laughs> that's not, that's. Yeah, that's not what I'm thinking of because it's that's not. A, it looks pretty cool. Do they look just like cats? And James Corden's fat. <laughs> um, so I'm so that's that's one reason I was sacking me out of the theater. Just like, well, Disney sucks at this now. So I didn't like Moana either. So I was like, well, I just can't get this anywhere. That's great, except for Steven Universe, which you know. I was gonna it. say Steven Universe, the movie, the closest thing to the big show. To yeah, which film. completely nails it. So. Steven Universe movie was really great. As soon as you uh, mentioned musicals, though, I'm like, Polly is just checking out. For I'm checked segment. right the fuck out. I know. Like, I'm just, you I'm lost just... her with Frozen, and then he said musical, and it's just like, oh, bye, Polly, bye. Yeah, of course, it's a, it's a, a fucking Disney princess, princess movie. 
Aren't you excited for two years from now, though, when they make a live-action Frozen? I am excited! Um, I actually have it on my calendar when they're going to start. They're doing it in Chicago. I'll be able to see a live production of the first Frozen. I'm very excited. Oh, oh no, I actually I meant that Disney's going to make a live-action version of Frozen. Oh, a movie. No, I meant the theatrical. They're they're uh, doing it on stage. It's I'm very pumped about it. It's going to really do it. That's the difference. That sounds good. Uh, that yeah, doesn't does. sound emotionally bankrupt and sad. Oh yeah, I hate the I hate the live action remakes too. They're they're not. Are they good. for real doing a live action one already? No, that's no, a joke. no. But I, oh, okay. I, I I I was cracking wise. I okay. I wouldn't mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. That's why I was like I have to figure out if this is true or not. That's not it. When Disney says we need more money, which will, you know tomorrow I guess they'll do it. <laughs> so. The they big thing with the big thing with Frozen Two is that it just feels like they didn't they didn't have the script they didn't have it down it does not come together in a way that makes any kind of sense it ended like twenty minutes before I thought it was going to <laughs> it's one of those um, and um, do y'all mind spoilers too much here for I Frozen Two give hang no up. fucks <laughs> I will hang up the call if you spoil Frozen Two for me you motherfucker well I'm all right be- better mute for a little bit. Okay, um, don't spoil the Kingdom Hearts three tie-in stuff. No, I don't that's, know how that. Fine. How that yeah, that I, very... thought the, I thought that was really weird in Frozen two when Sora showed up. He's like, "Hey, I just fucking hit something with a key," and she's like, "See you in the video game." And I'm like, "This <laughs> this is very bad product placement." I'm very excited for the to play Kingdom Hearts three and see the Frozen stuff because I. Love Frozen. I listened to the soundtrack a bunch. I think Kingdom Hearts three is the actual the canon sequel. This is just kind of a weird non-canon spinoff. Oh yeah. Um. So it starts off. Everything's great. They sing a song about it's. It's exactly like the beginning of the Steven Universe movie. It's probably a ripoff. Um. They sing about how everything's great, and then they're in the future. And they're in the future for the song. It's a ripoff. And Elsa. (laughs) And Elsa hears a voice in the distance. And it's calling to her, and then she's trying to ignore it because it's like this singing voice that nobody else can hear. Oh, it's her homosexuality. <laughs> that's, no, that's one. Just, no, hey, no, that's, just, no, that's just Disney ignoring her homosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good read. Oh it's, damn! The, it's pretty much the only way you could conceivably read it. Oh really? wow! Considering how strong the queer subtext is in the first movie, that's. Hold on a now, you could read it like that, or you could read it like the other people, where they're like, dude, I think those fucking sisters are fucking, bro. Those that's fucking true. sisters you... are fucking hard for each other. They want to fuck. That's, that's, really, that's really the offensive thing here, is that it's the two whole movies, and Elsa and Anna still haven't kissed yet. Um, but no, really. Uh... <laughs> that's in the Japanese fill version. Fill it up. <laughs> keep, ta- keep talking. Um, so she gets, she's called, and she's terrified that if she follows this voice that only she can hear, it will ruin the stability oh, she's no. got for her. Oh no! And she's like, wow. I won't listen to your siren's call. I pat- <gasps> I don't want to... Is there someone else there, like me, out there? Oh. Just like, oh boy, this is real on the nose. <laughs> um, and then she does. She decides to leave. And she goes, and she it, in, the, in the process, it's the voice of this fort, of this enchanted forest in the distance, and there's some lore attached to it so they go on they're all going on a quest and there's a bunch of other nonsense with the side characters that doesn't go anywhere and anna doesn't matter um and ultimately she's just like anna's trying to keep her her sister's trying to keep her from following the voice further and she says no i have to and she 
runs straight headlong into the ocean, which is in the oh, big John. trailers, and it's very heroic and triumphant. And then she gets on a, she tames like the water spirit, which is this horse made of water. It's very beautiful, and she rides it into this what? enchanted cave, and she sings a second coming out song. What the fuck are you talking about? A water horse? She jumps in the ocean. She's like, I'm gonna tame the water horse. Was this a fucking... What What the fuck happened in the between the first and the second movie? This sounds Ice powers. God, it's in the movie. She can tame water horse because she has ice powers. It makes sense. Why, why so, is there... Tell, tell me in two words why there's a goddamn water house. I'll go down on you. It's the water spirit. There's Six there's they, there's four spirits. It's extremely poorly explained. It it's does Final it's not Fantasy. fleshed out at all. It's not even like it's not Final Fantasy. It's not Avatar because it's not fleshed out enough to be that. It's like this really half baked lore that I'm not talking about because it doesn't matter. And so she gets to the island and then she sings another coming out song. <laughs> and Adina Menzel is just spewing out like this incredible beautiful melody. Show yourself to me. What are what am I? Tell me who I really am. What is this? And then she finds her dead mom, and she finds out that, what? and then she and then she finds out that her grandfather did a colonialism, and that's oh the, good, oh good, and that it's actually all about colonialism. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! She that took a turn about finding her inner truth, and her inner truth is that her grandfather was racist. <laughs> And that she's biracial. What? Yeah. <laughs> that was the voice calling? It's like, hey, you're half black. It's what? It, like, this... I want to be sensitive here because, like, it's. I saw some folks that were genuinely like, oh, it's cool that Disney is dealing with colonialism and stuff, but it's it's nothing. It's so half baked in the actual context of the movie, and it doesn't make any emotional sense to me, at least. Right. Yeah, that would um, be like that would be like Disney tackling commercialism. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! So it's just it. Oh boy, it's it's not just that they didn't make it gay. Like that's that, that I expect that. Like because again, the first movie, the Let It Go song, it's very heavily queer subtexty. Her parents like tell her to keep her true self under wraps, and she wears gloves so her ice powers don't come out and freak people out. And then finally, she just it bursts out of her because she can't control it for one second longer. And she runs away, and then when she's finally escaped it, gotten away from all this, she sings the Let It Go song, and she's free now and is very happy. And then the her lesson in the movie is realizing, like, okay, I can be myself and also be with the people who, my sister and the people who love me. I can open myself up to them. It's very sweet. Um, and it, it works. Even though it's not explicit, the gay subtext works. Um, in this one, it just, it builds, like, way harder. It leans way more into it. Like, is there someone else out there who's like me? And the answer is no. Elsa's completely special and unique with her ice powers, and there's nobody else like her. Is the, <laughs> what about, that, what is about the, the horse? She, was that a girl horse? She could fuck it? She's no. Dead. So. Dude, sucks ass. So, it did not, it didn't work for me at all. It just was, like, two movies. Like, the colonialism movie and Elsa's journey, and they just kind of go together in parallel, and then when they finally, like, clink together, it just makes no sense. It's just... And then the movie ends. It's just nonsense. The and the reindeer, songs are beautiful. Did the reindeer do anything funny to, like, fall down or something? Um, Olaf's really funny, the snowman. He's, like... 
philosoph his his character gimmick is that he's getting older and now he's like contemplating the mysteries of life and so he's like he just says these like really mature things like genuinely they are mature and it's very funny um but yeah it just doesn't it just doesn't come together and then the two see the two big elsa sequences are really gorgeous and then i went back to anna i was like well time to go to the bathroom um <laughs> yeah that's, that's just because of her name oh no that's it's because because <laughs> she has nothing going on in this one it just well, I think like they, they lean too heavily into the fact that it's like, wow, Elsa was really popular in the first Frozen film. What if we made everything about her in the second film? And then it's like, wasn't there another character? Like, yeah, we can put her in there. What's her name? Kristen, whoever. Yeah, she can be in that. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Elsa is very obviously the cool, interesting one. It's very sad. She's good. Anna's good in the first movie. Well, uh, well, that's what's cool is people really enjoy it when you take a, a breakout character that people really enjoy, and you're like, let's give them too much of this character. We had the They point. had two soaring coming out songs. They had one soaring coming out song in the first movie that everyone liked. Let's give them two. Yeah, it'd be like if we had a guest on our podcast once. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. It was right there. It was right there. Oh, that's very funny. Out of cur- I disagree. I think that's distasteful. That's, that's <laughs> to any future, any present, uh, past, present, and future guests. I think that's a hurtful thing to say. Uh, actually, out of curiosity, you said that she's saying "Let It Go" again. Please tell me that was very literal. She actually sings "Let It Go" again. And <laughs> it does start with like similar notes, but dude, if no, she sang in, "Let It Go" in, one again, "Let It Go" again are the lyrics. <laughs> I always thought songs should have like sequels, like you know, like Rob Zombie could do like Dragula Two. It could be like dig through the ditches again and burn some more. <laughs> I'm flying in the back of my Dragula Two, which is funny because he did do an album Hellbilly Deluxe Two. Oh my! God. I was being sarcastic. Why? I'm like. Rob Zombie and Metallica did Unforgiven too, and they actually used the words Unforgiven too. I'm gonna link the song in the chat, and y'all can tell me if it's as queer as I, is it ex- I'm obviously not listen is. To it because I, I, I hate that, John. I, I'm not. Ta- I'm not saying you. I'm saying friends in the chat. Can here's, just... a hot, here's a hot take. Also from Frozen's clearly gay, and we can't fucking admit it in a fucking two-hour movie. We can't but, admit, we can't admit but, it because, hey, guess what? We gotta release this in China. Yeah, yeah. but you can do the sub t- do this, the boring bad subtext thing. You can at least make that work. So mm-hmm. at least you can sort of read into it what you want like you can with the first movie. You can't even do that here because even as weak, cowardly subtext, it doesn't function. Right. Like, like if it had been, if it had just been well, we can't say it. We can't actually ever kiss a girl. Sorry. Um, but it at least was, like, functional. Then I would have gone, like, well, that's what I expected. I'm happy with this. This yeah, is I'm just... Cool. It's just bad. Even if you don't go into it, like... I, I really appreciated the Jenny Nicholson video on it, because she didn't talk about the queer stuff at all. And she was just, like, yeah, it still does not function. It's still very bad. Just as a story. Ugh. How many bags of popcorn would you give it out of five? Uh, two. <laughs> it's two got bags. some really pretty sequences, and Adina Menzel does sing in it. I'll, I would give, you know what, it sounds not that great. It, it sounds like it could 
really use a lot of a lot of polishing. I'm gonna go ahead and give it five bags of popcorn because it is a Disney movie, and Disney movies are always good. They got music, and the animation's fun, and there's also a little snowman that's fun, and you can take your kids to see it. Maybe you can take your grandparents to see you it could, too. You can buy toys from it. I like marketing, and I like it when I see a character that is their entire purpose is, "Hey, children, buy toy of me." Are those trolls back in it? Cause, uh, boy, I fucked to those trolls. God. Answer it's me just, right I'm now. just looking at this lyrics. Answer, like, answer me, what? motherfucker, answer me right now. Are the goddamn trolls in Frozen 2? I will fucking throw you in the Hague if you do not answer me. Are those goddamn they're, trolls? They're in, the, they're in the movie very briefly. <sighs> Sorry. It, these lyrics, though, it's just, it's just literally like... um. What do you want, voice? Because you've been keeping me awake. Are you here to distract me so I make a big mistake? Or are you someone out there who's a little bit like me, who knows deep down I'm not where I'm meant to be? And it's just... Ugh. Face it's just, deeper than pussy, though, right? Woo! Uh, <laughs> and then she, like... Whatever. It sucks. I hate Frozen 2. I'm really disappointed because I love Frozen 1 a lot. But Disney can't make movies anymore. It's fine. They can't make Marvel movies. They can't make Star Wars movies. They can't make... They can't make Disney move. They can't make no, fucking Disney movies. No, dude. Why? I have a dude. better song that uh, Elsa could sing. Actually, yeah. I, I would like to read the lyrics for it, if I may. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> All right. Mm. Take it off, baby. Bend over. Let me see it. You looking for a pussy eater? I can be it. Quit playing <laughs> with me, girl. <laughs> Bring that over here and climb aboard my face. Put that pussy on my beard. That might need to be rewritten a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> put that put that pussy on my ear. I ain't <laughs> trying to take you shopping. Buy your ass no shoes. I'm trying to lick the clit while I'm looking up at you. No shame in my game, girl. Look back at me. I don't give a fuck if it's shaved or it's nappy. <laughs> this would this would be in the ver uh, DreamWorks version of Frozen 2. Right, right, right. <laughs> I think Dude, that would work just fine in Frozen. So are, are there no ballads about how Elsa loves eating pussy? No, well, only implicitly. And then... <laughs> by the actual content because it's about colonialism i guess <laughs> why you know hey let, it's like someone was like hey let's make it a gay movie and then someone got their hands on it they're like well let's take all the gay pages out write something else and that's literally that's literally what i said is that coming out of it was just like oh so you wrote a good movie and then you took out all the good and then you took about about half the pages and then put in a different story Maybe and it's just like ugh. How how much better would the movie have been if it was actually like you know actually colonialism's really good and and like it's like it was starting with this nice like oh she's gay and that's good but instead they're like you know what people aren't positive enough about Christopher Columbus and his <laughs> and his horrible rape village that's that's the weird thing is that Captain Marvel did this exact same thing where they had this completely toothless um refugee pro refugee anti colonialism messaging that just doesn't land at all, and it's just like, okay, so this is what you can put in your story for woke points now, um, yeah, without know, actually making it work or right. have teeth. This like the big. I hate Disney movies right now. Dude, Disney movies are all good. Like they're all five bags. 
they're all good because they're cartoons and they're fun and they make you think a little bit. They're good, <laughs> and I would watch all of them. Uh, invite your friends over, and you can watch them and maybe think about it. And sometimes I love old Disney movies. I love Frozen. I love Beauty and the Beast. I love Little Mermaid. I love. I, I love the live action Beauty and the Beast as well. I love. I don't love that one. Yeah, the live action. And I did like. And I did, did really like Last Jedi. I wasn't slamming that one with the Star Wars thing. I was slamming everything else they'd done. Um, but, yeah. I really liked Solo. I don't know about John. John. <laughs> More like the one where they the fucking one where they took like really good directors and writers. The Phil Lord and Chris Miller, and then yeah. brought them in, and then fired them because they weren't being they weren't fitting into the brand tightly enough. Uh, oh, I hate Disney. There aren't any toys in this shot. You're fired. <laughs> Essentially. Ant Man. Remember when they're like, "Hey, let's get someone who's like well known for like a visual style and fun," and, and then, then it's fire them. And Again. also. What's insane to me is they hired a person, they hired a director, like, n- nothing wrong with Peyton Reed, I fucking guess. Like, he's not a, he, he's made one movie, and it's called Yes Man. It's almost like Disney, like, just pull, <laughs> pulled their dick out, put it on the table, and they're like, what are you gonna do about it? You're gonna see it anyway. <laughs> and, like, they're not wrong. It's, it's like... It, like all those people who see subtext and they're like, nah, they're they're signaling that they're evil lizard monsters. I'm like, that's bullshit. And then they make the director of Ant Man a guy who's only made a movie called Yes Man, and I'm like, that's after firing Edgar Wright to be clear. Yeah, at, yes, after firing, after firing him to do it and then firing him. Well, probably because I think what I understand is like they're like, yeah, well, you need this scene where like Ant Man goes to the Avengers headquarters. He's like, I'm not fucking doing that, and like, I guess. He had too much dignity, and he was like, no, I won't make some terrible fucking moment where we have to meet another character, and then fucking Tony Stark's like, I'm getting too old for this shit, and everyone's like, that was a reference to something else. Here's $80 million opening weekend. So, did you guys like... I've got my... I've got... I'm seeing Star Wars 9, I saw Frozen 2... And then I'm off the hook. There's nothing else they've got got me on for right now, which feels really good. I'll be free of Disney and Nintendo for a little while. Hey, John. Yeah? Star, Star Wars 9? Yeah? You ready for some JJ? I'm ready for some fucking JJ. It's going to be Are great. you? I'm so, hear- re- I'm so ready. It's going to be such a great time. No, it's gonna, hear- I'm not going to be happy. I'm gonna, I am going to be movie's free. really JJ. Oh, God. Dude, if you're not going to be happy, you don't have to go to the movie. No, I I need to. I really like Last Jedi. I really care about Kylo Ren. Jesus Christ! If if you're not gonna like the movie, don't see it. I really like Last Jedi. I know I, this one's not gonna be good, but then don't I, see it. This is this is why capitalism wins. I'm what, saying what? I'm gonna be free after this one. I'm not gonna fall well, for it again. I'm getting better and better. Like, That's what they man, always I'm, say. I'm living with nothing but fucking abuse. Victims. Fucking Red got me the <laughs> Red got me to play Mario Maker two, and that's the only time I broke all year. Yeah, I'm t- you literally I only played my levels. Yeah, I basically just make, played Red's levels. Three, and you're gonna fucking play it because we're all fucking getting sucked into this bullshit. We're all gonna buy fucking pop vinyls of things and fucking swallow our own tongues in our sleep <laughs> while we embrace the sweet kiss of death. Don't fucking let them do this to you. Look, I've got one other thing, and this one's a lot nicer, I think. Is it shorter? It is shorter. Um, so you know, new decade coming. I kind of felt like I wanted to expand my palette a bit in 2020, and that meant 
maybe trying to be nicer to a couple things that I've been sort of mean to. Does that make sense? Like Nintendo. Like I want no. <laughs> well, I, w- I want to play um, like Pokemon White because I that one's pretty, and I kind of want to like have an okay feeling towards that whole genre. Since when po- people started Sword and Shield, I was just like gut negativity, and I kind of want to conquer that. Kind of want to play a strategy RPG. Um, like Fire Emblem. No, not Fire Emblem. <laughs> And then I did see that the King Knight expansion for Shovel Knight was coming out in like two oh, days. Oh no! Right? Oh no! Um, so I did boot up Shovel Knight's, um, and I was like, maybe I'll play the Spectre Knight campaign. And then I went, why don't we just give this other one one more shot? Why don't we just give Blake of Shadows one more shot? Blake of Shadows, it's real good. It's good. Blake of Shadows, it's real good. It's good. I like that. Like, um, I don't. Wait, I don't Blake really of have a. Bad? Um, I don't really. Well, the thing is that last year I played it and I didn't really like it. Um, cause it was about love and love, love is dead, obviously. Dude, love, dude, love is fucking gay, bro. Honestly. <laughs> um, and I don't really, I feel like this one's pretty straightforward cause like, um, it feels really good. <laughs> like it's, it feels good in a weird way. Like the first Shovel Knight was good in a very straightforward, mm-hmm. like, oh, we made Mega Man DuckTales thing. This yeah. Mega Man yeah DuckTales. And then Plague Knight is completely fucking foreign when you started the first yep. time. He is such a wacky boy to control. Yes, he's a, <laughs> he's wacky, a wacky boy! Little, he's a wacky he's a little, little boy. He's a little sweeter. I want to give him an apple and a kiss. Mm-hmm. And just... I just kept playing through the story and all the little moments with Mona and then I just, like, got to the end and I was like, oh, this this actually makes me feel nice things this time. Oh, Yay! Good. Instead of the last time where I was just like, ugh. I understand. So- then what is this you, bullshit? Did you try doing the dance in front of her? And then <laughs> see his idol animation? It's actually really funny. That's... I'm sorry. If I'm, That's what I was going to say. Is like, okay, say whatever you want about the game. You take that one moment, put it in any other game. I'm like, alright, that's at least like a 10 out of 10. That's <laughs> the best thing. It's a sweet, sweet expansion. It's a sweet little... Um, it's a sweet little story. I found myself just kind of connecting a lot more with the relationship there. And, oh, yeah, I actually like nice little love stories in games. And I like platformers that are cool to control and have, like, interesting frictions. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm going to, like, continue on into, like, the two more campaigns. Mm. Um, you know what? You They'll be there if you ever want to. They'll be there if I ever want to. But I, I, I played through this one again. I played through Plague of Shadows, and I had a nice time. I liked it a lot more now. I hope Yacht Club Games gets, like more confident in themselves and they don't feel that they just need to be like, hey, we still have other things. We can-. I'm proud of them for doing more stuff with Shovel Knight, but I'd like them to maybe... Well, they were some- obligated. Like, this was... Uh, oh, oh, that was a Kickstarter Yeah, thing? this was all Kickstarter oh, stuff. Oh, I, I apologize. So spent five years on Kickstarter promises. Yeah. I, I apo- you know what? It's fucked, but like that's the nature of the beast. It's when like, you- oh, you have to make a completely different kind of game each time out. Like, I think that they did admirable for what they set out to do. Yeah. They've stretched that engine as far as it can go, and we haven't even and played it, King Knight yet. And it feels uh, yeah. like it feels like you could just make, like, a really, like, fucking lame-ass palette swap and be like, yeah, it's this. It's but the they, same! <laughs> but they give a shit. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. It's not, it, it's like inverse mighty number nine where they're like oh my oh my god they're still giving us money uh and this one you can fuck the sidekick i don't know but um 
but, but like yacht club games, as far as I know, they are kind of starting to get ready toward to to make yeah. that move beyond because they have Cyber Shadow coming out next year too, which they're helping uh, they're helping uh, the, the developer on that finish up. Uh, and I know that like they are looking at going like and finally getting away from Shovel Knight at least for a bit. Like I know yeah. that they there's probably a sequel in the pipeline at some point. I kind of. I, I mean, think they've straight up started hiring like 3D modelers. Yeah, but they're project. they're moving on like once I th- like once they've kind of moved past this in Cyber Shadow. So good. Yeah, the other thing is like, them. I think Plague Knight did start out as just a palette swap where he played exactly yeah. like Shovel Knight, and they yeah. realized like it that wasn't would not work, be fun, and that they just went work. way above and beyond with all these expansions, like yeah. making them their own games, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. And you know what? No one else does that. It's just yeah. like, mm. hey, we're obligated to do this. Here's this in the shittiest and least fun way possible. And it's clearly <laughs> like, no, wait, wait a minute. Games are fun. Let's make this fun. <laughs> and then fucking, and then <laughs> Activision's like cleaning the bones of dead children out of their teeth. Like, what are those plebeians doing? Yeah, it's like it's like the, the the developers for Hollow Knight. Like they jumped in on adding a bunch of cool free shit to their game too. And like the new game coming out, Hollow Knight Silk Song, started out as a free expansion for Hollow Knight, but it got so big and away from them that that is now, it's going to be sort of like a sequel or prequel. Like we're not 100% sure on what uh, Silk Song is, yeah. but... But I think they'll still give it to the original backers because it was a promise from Kickstarter yeah. that you'll oh, yeah. be able to play as... If, if I haven't Hornet. played Hollow Knight, how immediately should I purchase it? Right now. Okay. It I is very it good. is absolutely very it is absolutely one of my favorite games of the decade. Oh gosh. I, 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 I think I, that it, and I think like Lost Planet are the two games I've heard are like really fun and like indie and joyous. Maybe I'm maybe I have the name wrong. Lost Planet Lost <laughs> Planet is Lost definitely Planet. not indie. <laughs> oh it's not oh my god, I'm wait, no, uh it's the fucking one that's like Sonic like Freedom Planet. Oh, Freedom Planet. Free- oh, oh, my Freedom God. Planet. Oh, my God, I'm an idiot. I would prioritize, I would prioritize yeah, Hollow, Hollow, Knight, Hollow Knight over Freedom Planet any day of the week, I but I, I do like Freedom Planet. It's this little indie game. It was called, uh, I don't know, uh, Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> it's only on Steam. Not a lot of people have played it. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking between me, Polly, and John, we've all put uh, Hollow Knight and yeah. Nier Automata on our Game of the Year lists. Yeah, I wonder, between I wonder... me and Two and one, respectively. Yeah, so I'm like, I, I wonder what, because Hollow Knight was my number one as well, so I just wonder which would have a slightly, slightly lower score. I put it at number four. I think, my, I think I really, Hollow I think... Knight is on PS4 now, is it not? Oh, fuck yeah, good, thank it's God. If, if you want to play it there, I'm pretty sure it's on Absolutely, PS4 Absolutely, because I'm telling you, I use my computer, I'm like, I, I'm computer for video games? What is? I remember the last time you tried to use a computer for video games, you were DMing me at 2 in the morning, yelling <laughs> about it, trying to figure out how to get a controller to work with Curse of the Moon. I remember that. I remember oh, that no. night. Oh no, it's all true. It's all I'm a fucking fraud. I spent a full hour getting my controller working with Chantilly's. That was oh, worth it. Oh god, yeah, that was totally worth it. But yeah, it's on PS4 as of September 11th, 2018. So, you're good. Yeah, it's on everything. Never mind. Get on that game, dude. You're ser- like, yeah, Hollow Knight is your jam or near. Or I mean, near. Like they're both real good. 
Man, those are so. Those I don't are know. So, I don't know. That's hot 90, shit. 97% of people like this on Google <laughs> users. I'm, I'm sorry. Who, let's hear from the 3%. I want to hear from the 3% who got their ass kicked on the first boss and hate it. <laughs> I have seen people say that Hollow Knight is like way too hard for them at the start. I'm like, like what? Okay. Come on. Okay, guys. <laughs> Why doesn't it have difficulty options? That's very but inaccessible the map is and unfair. So hard. I don't know where I am. I, I don't get it. Why does my character die when I lose all my health? <laughs> why don't I have a why don't why doesn't my map automatically update? Why do I have I to set so it a often. why do I have to set it a bench to update my map? Why does the fucking lava kill you instantly, dude? <laughs> Come on, dude! Nothing what? makes me happier than Dark Side Phil. Also the fact that he raised like a thousand dollars for a big surprise. He's like, We got a cat and I'm like What oh, God What? Cool. He he had a fundraiser. A good news fundraiser. <laughs> what a, fuck? I'm good hand news. to God. He's like, We're gonna reveal something exciting and everybody's like, I don't know, is his wife pregnant? Which would have been hysterical. <laughs> But he's like, so we got a cat. His name's fucking Jasper, dude. And it's and like, the, and like I guess he was hiding the cat in his house because Darkside Phil is a psychopath. He's like, we gotta fucking save the big reveal, cat. We can't fucking show him the cat. We gotta we gotta show it because it's a cool new addition. It's like you're forty eight. Stop. <laughs> oh my all, god he, hand to god he actually and he said something about like well uh at the rate we're going uh, i don't think i'm gonna be able to have the big reveal and then after the break he has like another eight hundred dollars he's like all right dudes what, we the hit our goal. And like, <laughs> what, what a scam what, artist dude what is this like everybody who's like all those gamer girls with their tits out on twitch you know what <laughs> You could get something out of that. Dark side feels like, give me a grand. I have a cat. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? What? What a sick fuck. It reminds me, like Onision did the same thing. Speaking of people, we uh -oh. are really he fuck. He he did a video where he was begging for people to support him on Patreon. Poor thing. Only how how could he afford all three of his houses? Right. Um, and he then actually says like. So we bought a puppy, and I know what a lot of people are thinking. You just got that for sympathy clicks. That was how he led. He's like, oh my people, god. A lot of people view a video that has a puppy in it as everyone's just, oh, he's just gonna try and farm clicks because the puppy's cute. And I'm like, no, that's not my first thought when I see a dog, you goddamned narcissistic monster. I'm like, wow, what a cute dog. I'm not like, that man bought that for click views. Like he he he's revealing too much of his power level, I guess, because he's just saying like, "Hey, uh, I know that you're all thinking that I just bought this dog to make you watch this video," and I'm like, "Someone break into that man's house and can fucking rescue that dog. He's an animal." Man, Onesia, not the literal animal. We have made such a terrible mistake in letting these types of people have money for doing nothing. But yeah, that, is, that is any, that is that is a subject that I'm not willing to, to go super <laughs> deep into because we're starting to get late into the night, and I think mm -hmm. we need to see if Rhett has anything else he would like to talk about. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
Sorry. All right, it's it's fine. It's fine. This is my fault. This is the last big. Ep- this is the last normal episode of 2019 and of the decade. So we had to go a little long, but it's getting a little long in the tooth. My throat's starting to go. I bet Rhett's not feeling super great. So we're gonna go ahead and start winding. We're gonna go ahead and start winding it down. Sam Rycross, we want to thank you, of course, for for like just coming on at the literal last second. I just got like wild hair up my ass and was like, hey, he's on Skype right now. Let's see if he wants to be on a podcast. I'm not doing anything. I just got off work. I should have slept after <laughs> running on. Like six hours of sleep across two days, but instead I'm like, "That sounds fun. I'll do a podcast and, and not eat dinner." <laughs> I'm a goddamned idiot. I gave you an hour and a half to eat. Yeah, I, and I made some sandwiches. I'm like, "Wow, that wasn't filling at all." No, damn. But uh, hey, at least now you can go grab yourself some sandwiches, queue up a dark side fill stream, and feel better about yourself. Absolutely, and masturbate. And masturbate, exactly. Thank you. Thank um, you where can our internet friends find you if they want to? They want to experience more of, of just you doing the oh, you thing. Please bother me on Twitter to update my blog at mmprblog.blogspot.com. Jesus, I used to remember that. I haven't updated in like a year. I want to start writing again. But I keep reading it. I'm like, this isn't funny. Why do people read this? So if you could do your best, everyone, to coax me out of my horrendous depression and just say, fucking write something, you big, fat bitch, I would appreciate it greatly. I'll get right on that. I'm going to do that right now, actually. Please do. And I'm on Twitter at MMPR blog. I tweet a lot of things about Democrats and eating the rich. I'm unlike many people you might uh, see on Twitter. Gotcha. I don't. Ha- I don't have anything interesting to say. I'm sorry. All right, uh, John Thayer, where can the internet friends find you? Faraway.times.itch.io. And uh, our friend uh, Iffy in the chat says it is too. It, it is too funny. You fuck. So there you go. Oh, so she loves you too. Thank you. Still, you still got time to play afterward before you send in your list. Th- there you go. You still have time. It's um, very good. Rhett, where can the internet find you? Podcast at SocksMakePeopleSexy.net. That's right. If you want, this is your absolute <laughs> last chance to get your game of the year list in. A reminder to, to how to do that is get yourself a list of three games. Doesn't matter if they were released this year. Write yourself one to three sentences about each. Send that off to podcast at SocksMakePeopleSexy.net. And, and, and we'll take care of the rest because we're going to be recording that. We need that by noon on the 14th. We will not be taking anything afterward. So, there you go. Thanks again, everybody, for coming out. Thank you, everybody, for, of course, downloading and listening to us. And, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we will probably be running the end of the year list stuff starting on December 24th. So, those will go from the 24th, 25th, 26th, and 27th. Um, and we will catch you in January for the next live cast normal episode of our podcast. So remember, we are the podcast that loves you. We are the only ones that love you. <laughs> <laughs>